Chaz Show, episode 51. Holy shit. We have another impossibly packed show for you guys tonight. How the fuck do I do it? I'm going to explain to you how I do it. Um, so, some people may say I'm an alcoholic. Now, I don't think I'm an alcoholic. Uh, I love to drink. Drinking's awesome. Like, drinking and alcohol is probably uh, one of my favorite drugs by far. Drinking just makes you feel fucking good. It's fun. It's fun as shit. Makes dancing better. Makes music better. Um, and Dusty, Dusty likes to drink. But, as I've got some told you, um... I've been dieting recently. I've lost 15 pounds, like 16 pounds. Hell yeah. People were like bitching at me the last show. They're like, Dusty, you don't seem to know much about nutrition. Huh? I don't know. I think I probably lost more weight than any of you motherfuckers over uh, my lifetime. Dusty knows how to lose weight. But anyway, like the first thing you got to do when you lose weight is cut out the alcohol. There is no such thing as low-calorie alcohol. It just doesn't exist. Like even light beer, there's no reason to drink light beer. The only reason it's light is because it has less alcohol than regular beer. If your intent is to get fucking drunk, you might as well just drink a regular beer if you're worried about calories. It doesn't make any fucking difference. So you got to cut out the alcohol. And like, it's been fine. I haven't had any problem with it. I have wine in my fridge right now, and I have not touched a drop of alcohol in like the last two weeks. And to be honest with you, I feel really fucking sharp. I felt really good the last few shows. I haven't fumbled over my words quite as much, even though I just did. I haven't fumbled over my words quite as much as I did before. And I've just felt fucking on. And I think a lot of that is because I quit drinking. And sucks, because I like to drink so much. But I do admit, uh, I feel better and feel smarter, feel more intelligent, feel more eloquent without the drinking. So, And it also means that when I'm not drunk all the fucking time, I have more time to work on the show and I continuously find new content for the show, which is why the last few shows have been fucking packed as shit. And this show is no exception. Look at all the shit we have to cover tonight, folks. No way we're going to get through it all. I might save the Karen section and do a patrons only show on Wednesday on Vimeo. I paid like almost $1,000 for a year of streaming on Vimeo and I've only used it once. I wasted my fucking money on that. So I need to fucking use it. It's a good outlet to make videos specifically for patrons only. So I might do that if we don't get to this part in the show. But we got tons of shit to cover. I'm going to do the religious bullshit segment first because um, I didn't cover it on the last show. And we have a huge religious bullshit segment. So we're going to do that. Have a pretty good sized celebrity bullshit segment. Medium sized chud watch. Not too big tonight. A decent only in America section. Small hero section. Small what the fuck section. And we'll see if we get to the Karen too much section at the end of but anyway how the fuck's everybody doing out there thank you for joining me tonight that show at the beginning is experience machine by me dusty smith i have not released it officially yet maybe i will someday don't know but uh people have asked me about that and that is the answer to that question experience machine pretty cool song sounds like a video game and i bought me like a bunch of these shirts hell yeah this is not the same shirt I was wearing last time. It's different. It's a different color, but it's in the same style. I really like these shirts. I may have to uh, plug my Amazon account eventually for those of you who want to look like Dusty because uh, it's pretty pimp, to be honest with you. Good for you, Lisa for Truth. Lost 11 pounds. Man, it's easy to lose weight. It's thermodynamics, folks. If you eat less calories than you burn, you lose weight. Unless, like, the only caveat to that is if you, like, drink a shit ton of water or something. Yeah, you're going to gain water weight until you shed that water weight without any calories. But like any kind of real fat, any kind of real weight loss, it's just thermodynamics. People are like, Dusty, no, it's not. 
I have been cutting my calories and counting them. And if that were true, I would have lost fucking 20 pounds already. Sorry. But the truth is, uh, you either are not properly keeping track of your calories or you're not being honest with yourself about how many calories you're taking in or you don't burn as many calories that you think you're burning because your metabolism's slow. That's the only two options there. If you eat less calories, then you burn. You lose fat and you lose weight. That's how the body works. That's just the way it is. Sorry. And uh, and Sazzy shirt, like it. Pretty cool. Love all you guys. Please, please, please like the video. Why haven't you liked the video already? Very important. Let's see how many people we have watching now. We have uh, 282 people watching and 90 likes. It doesn't cost you anything to like the video, folks. Help a brother out. It's the greatest show in the goddamn world. Why haven't you done it? Do it. It's 92. I can see it. I can see when you're doing it. I'm watching you. I'm watching you, audience. All right. As always, you guys want to support the show, please consider supporting me on Patreon. Patreon.com front slash podcast. There's a link in the description of the video. Now, I have two Patreon accounts. I have an old one that I don't use anymore because that was for the old style of videos I used to do. And I did not want to charge people for those old style of videos because they were like atheist videos. And now this is mostly a political comedy show. And I was like, hey, you can't charge people who are paying for your atheist videos uh, for this new shit you're doing. So I started completely over because I'm an honest motherfucker. And uh, so use the link in the description of this video to support this show. And we're up to $1,520. I like to keep it around like $1,600 because at the beginning of the month, it drops heavily because that's just the way it works. And I want to stay about $1,500 a month. So that's a fair price, I think, for all the work I put in the show. So if you want to support it, Support the Animal Sanctuary. Please consider chipping in a dollar to a month, whatever you can afford. Patreon.com. And also, Super Chats. Lifeblood, they show Super Chats. No questions dodged. Every question answered. Super Chat. I'm sure this is plugged in. And uh, going to read all the Super Chats during the show. So you can immortalize yourself forever and ever. Super Chats. And we already got like another 100 likes for me just saying that. So once again, like the video. Me saying it actually helps me to like it. Amazing how that works. And uh, Beltane421 says, buy something for the kitties to celebrate my appointment for my first COVID shot. Hell yeah. You're going to love the 5G service you get after you get your COVID shot. So good on you. Hero and Everglade. Popping your super chat cherry dot. Hell yeah. Pop my cherry. Pop it all night long. I love it when you guys pop my super chat cherry. And not your father. You don't know that. Uh, Here's some money for catweed. Hell yeah, cat's gonna get high as fuck. Thank you for that. Todd went $5. It's like playing Sonic the Hedgehog on the original Genesis listening to that song. Take my money or else. Or else what? You sexy motherfucker. And Lisa for truth. Even drunk, you sound better than these pea braids. Yeah, well, I never do the show drunk. And I don't allow myself to drink the day before the show. So I'm usually pretty sober the days of the shows. But like, I haven't had anything to drink in two weeks. So I've been super sober. And I actually feel, like I said, sharp as a fucking tack. It's pretty cool, to be honest with you. And Kubrick Lovert, 1972. Hey, Dusty. Hey, Kubrick. Here's some money for you and the animals. I appreciate it. They're all around me. I'm surrounded. If you guys are just tuning in for the first time on my show, 10 cats. That's what makes the show the best show in the fucking world. We have 10 cats always surrounding us at all times. This is Miss CC. She's like, what are you doing, Daddy? Don't snatch me up. Don't snatch me up. I don't want to be your star, Daddy. No, I don't want to be your star. All right, I respect your free will. But anyway, appreciate that. And Patrick, he has, or he is, whatever, gave me 20 pounds that is very generous and says, love you, Dusty. I love you, Patrick. My wife loves you so much that I'm getting jealous. You oughta. 
Tell her I said hello. Love from Ireland. Hey, I won't do any like ridiculous Irish stereotypes, but uh, love you back in Ireland. I want to visit someday. It's fucking beautiful out there. And uh, all right, so you guys are in the regular shop. We're going to crank up the show in a second. I'm going to roll through the show tonight because we have so much to cover. It's going to be awesome. Um, Dusty, you're right, but certain medical conditions and medicals make it hard to lose weight. Yeah, of course. There are some medical conditions that, uh, thyroid problems that help slow your metabolism down. Absolutely. But it is still just thermodynamics. It's just that your body is not burning calories as fast as a normal person's. Now that 10 cats love Dusty. That 10th cat is an asshole. Fuck that cat. Um, what else? Nice shirt, Dusty. Yeah, I appreciate it. Got them from Amazon. I got four of these. I'm going to be wearing these on the show more often. I usually wear my t-shirts and I don't try to dress up very much, but, uh, I'm trying to be all sexy and daddy as fuck for you guys. So, uh, drink it in motherfuckers. And, uh, will Mexico pay for it? Absolutely. Mexico gonna pay for everything. You know it. Trump said it. Gotta be true. All right. Let's get on with the show. Like the show, goddammit. 200 likes, 355 watchers. There should be at least 300 likes. Do it. All right. First off, we're going to kick the show off with some religious bullshit because, uh, where is that? Huge, huge graphics. Because my God is an awesome God. He gonna murder all you sinners. He watches you masturbate. My God is an awesome God. I'm like 98% sure that's the words of the song. So first off on religious bullshit, everybody's favorite meth prophet is back, Robert Bullock, hell yeah. And of course, as I pointed out to you guys repeatedly, these guys are just con artists. They really thought Donald Trump was going to win. They were all convinced because they were all saying it. They were all like a feedback loop, all these prophets of God feeding off each other. And so they just figured, hey, if I'm wrong, at least all the other prophets would be wrong. Well, now they can't admit that they were wrong. So they had to just insist that Donald Trump actually is the president, despite the reality we're all witnessing for ourselves. And uh, so basically, I'll just play what he's saying. Basically, Donald Trump is president, and we all know it, folks. Don't you know that Donald Trump is president right now? Psh, he was right all along. This guy with a crazy-ass meth wig. All right. We, we give prophecies about the president. Okay, Donald J. Trump is the only president. He's the president. Now, they <laughs> He you is. know, you, you'd have to be, you'd just have to, you know, I was born near a tub, but I wasn't born under one. I mean, you know, <laughs> you, you, his mouth. Donald J. Trump is the president. Okay. All right. He's the president. If, if we're not, if we're not right about that, we're not. then why did Newsweek jump all over me? Because you're a lying con. Why did they jump all over me? And you know what their argument was, Steve? It was something to this effect. The prophets are apologizing, but Robin D. Bullock will not apologize or some of the other ones. Well, I knew the other ones they were talking about. The other comment? But notice this. Why did they get so mad because I won't apologize? Because right. they know he's the president. They right. know it. Uh, well, as we know it. No, they called you out because you're a lying con man who is literally telling people to believe you over fucking reality, which makes you absurd but also glorious because you're destroying Christianity and religion. So uh, keep it up, meth prophet Robin Bullock. And next up, QAnon Decoder, which means a guy who just pulls shit out of his ass and makes up whatever he wants. Also known as the Praying Medic. Uh, it's just so creepy. 
that they believe the military is in charge, the military is going to overturn our government, and it's a good thing, not horrifying at all, from these Christian nationalist terrorists. It's a, it's a two-pronged approach. Um, I, I think the military has a role to play, but they're not going to do their part if we're not going to do our part. Mm -hmm. I think that uh, patriots in the military will step in and intervene at a point in time when they see citizens like us take, who are willing to step in and be heard and take back control of our local governments. Mm -hmm. I think if we do our part, they're going to do their part. Mm -hmm. Yeah, woo All we got to do is get more Republicans elected locally, and then the military is going to come in and override our government, and it's not a dictator. Doesn't that sound amazing? Praise Jesus. And then there's this one from Hank Crooterman or Kooterman or I don't know, whatever the fuck his name is. So uh, he was another one of these who swore Donald Trump was going to win and that Donald Trump didn't win. And so he is continuously lying and claiming Donald Trump is the president, like all the other false prophets. And uh, now he got to warn you folks, if you believe reality over him, huh? God may punish you, but if you believe him, instead of literally what is happening in the reality you find yourself living in right now, you'll get blessed because that's how it works. God has not changed his mind. President Trump won. The nation is now in a place where we are being tested. Mark chapter 6 is where we are prophetically. Jesus told the disciples to get in a boat. They get in a boat. They begin to row. And Jesus is coming by way of a visitation. The disciples, which represents the church, misread the signs uh, of Jesus' visitation and think that it's something evil. That's where a lot of people are at today. They cannot see what God is doing. They can't recognize a visitation. But yet Jesus was testing the church or the disciples. And the Bible says in Mark 6 that he intended to pass them by. It was a test. What would they do? Well, they were rowing against a wind that was blowing contrary. We're hearing contrary reports, contrary things that is dividing the nation, attacking the prophets, saying that, you know, God is, is basically done with America. The prophets are wrong. So these winds are blowing. The disciples are rowing. A lot of chaos is happening in the boat. The disciples finally call Jesus in the boat, and something happens. A great acceleration begins to take place. Mark 6 says, immediately they were on the the other side. This is what is beginning to happen. We are now in the season that God is going to fulfill what he has spoken through the prophets. That's right, folks. Don't believe your own eyes. Believe him. He couldn't have possibly have been wrong or a lying kind man, but uh, keep it up, dudes. Love it. And another one. Remember Jeff Hansen? Jeff Hansen was out there, this dude, saying that God told him that Donald Trump was going to retake the White House by the end of April. And now we're into May 10th. And uh, is Donald Trump in the White House? Uh, no, no, he's not. But of course, uh, they can never admit they're wrong. He swore Trump was going to be elected to begin with. That didn't happen. Swore he's going to come back in April. That didn't happen. But now he's just pretending like it did happen because it's what they do. He uh, posted this on Facebook. I see a new mantle coming over America. Again, the flag will rise, and the great shall be her glory. She shall sail the seven seas like a royal eagle with many crowns and royal gown. And then he uh, responded, Are you ready? The season of dancing in the street is upon us, as the trump is sounding, and the time of presidential occupation is here. 
Yeah, it's here, folks. Isn't Trump occupy the White House right now? It's happening. It's all happening. Except, no, it's not happening. He lost to get the fuck over it. But it's like Jesus. They keep waiting for Jesus to return. Trump is their new Jesus. So it's the same playbook. Keep telling your idiot followers over and over again he's going to return any second now. And it worked for Jesus. Why wouldn't it work for Trump? And it does. It does. They're making lots of money off of it. But they're also destroying their religion. So cool, cool, cool. And same dude. Pretending, hey, yeah, I said Trump's going to be back in office in uh, April. And uh, believe me, went from right wing watch, right wing watch, do it. Today is the May the 4th. And um, listen, I haven't been on for a while, so I just wanted to be able to come on and say, look, it's May. Uh, and uh, what's coming can't be stopped. Uh, there's all kinds of amazing things that are happening. Uh, and I'm talking about uh, President Trump. I'm talking about uh, uh, him coming back into power, and I'm talking about the church. I'm talking about everything that God promised, back-to-back uh, uh, -back terms, uh, everything that God has promised with this election and overturning corruption. And uh, sometimes uh, we as human beings, especially Americans, we need to be shown. You can't just be told. We have to be shown. So look, guys, this is an amazing time. Watch what happens. We're at the door. Things are happening. And uh, we're going to see a, a massive, massive turn in this great nation and the world. So God bless you. Take care. But we're not. Nothing is happening. Nothing is changing. It's a cult. Like I said, uh, their new holy messiah is Donald Trump. So they can't possibly let it go. But keep it up. And uh, he didn't seem to mention the fact that he recently got fired. From his church. Yeah, true story. This motherfucker got fired. But here's the sad part. He didn't get fired for spreading ridiculous lies about Trump and telling people to believe him over their own eyes or reality. No, they didn't have a problem with that. The church loved that. Uh, they fired him because he cheated on his wife. Yeah, that's what it takes to get fired. Cheating on your fucking wife. So these guys who are in the Trump cult, I guess they're getting more attention to themselves now because a shit ton of conservatives, they, they are just cult members now. They love this. They follow these people because they give them false hope. And so now that he's getting more attention, I guess he's getting more attention from the ladies. So uh, Christianity is just a um, fashion accessory to these motherfuckers. You want to talk about virtue signaling, which is a term I hate, but it's a perfect term for these motherfuckers. That's all Christianity is them. It's a way to virtue signal about how moral and pious they are when they fucking ain't. Well, here's a bit of a shocker. Jensen has now been fired by Global Fire Ministries International. The website for Global Fire Church in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, now lists his wife, Jan Jensen, as a senior leader, but not Jeff. But Jeff is no longer listed there. Furthermore, the website for the ministry itself is no longer publicly accessible. Very brave. That's what Jesus wants you to do. Hide all the information. So what happened? Yesterday, I received a tip that the ministry had sent out the following email to members. They public, publicly posted it, but this is what they said. It is with deep sorrow that Jeff Hansen has been asked by his board to step down as co-senior leader of Global Fire Church and from Global Fire Ministries due to unscriptural and unbiblical behavior. Not lying, not being a false prophet, cheating. That's where their line is. He was asked to step down in April, and this was made public in the church body on May 2nd, 2021. And a statement was released to partners and friends on May 5th. Due to a pattern of making poor moral choices and bad coping mechanisms, character flaws became obvious, which disqualified Jeff from the New Testament leadership. His lifestyle in the home 
traveling on the road and in the house of God has fallen below biblical standards laid out for those in leadership. He has been confronted concerning these flaws numerous times over a period of time. Rather than submit to the process of healing and restoration, Jeff recently made an intentional decision to leave his wife and family to pursue his own desires. Yeah, he getting his dick wet. Fuck my kids, fuck my family, fuck everything I've claimed to stand for. Pussy, y'all. That's really what it's about to these motherfuckers. He remains unrepentant and unremorseful. It could be a dude, too. Maybe he's gay. Maybe that's what they have a problem with. I don't know. Any pursuit or further ministry on Jeff's behalf is not under the umbrella of blessings of Global Fire Ministries. Global Fire Church will continue to thrive. Our church was built on the importance of family, and that will remain. Your prayers are all greatly appreciated. Yeah, fuck your prayers. You guys should have got rid of him because he's a liar, but uh, thoughts and prayers to that dumbass. And uh, Joe Biden. Been in office for over a hundred days, like four months now, but uh, everybody's favorite blue-haired. I was gonna make a, I guess, I, I guess I probably shouldn't make um, ages jokes about her having dementia and stuff. That's not really fair. That's what I do to Joe Biden, and I guess that's not fair. She probably doesn't have dementia. She's just a lying con man, a completely unscrupulous person. So uh, anyway, Trump's to the president, y'all. Believe her. She knows what she's talking about. Spilling him a comment made on on the you know on the uh, fake inauguration day when Trump turned and he said well good luck with that <laughs> that was his comment to the left you know thinking they were actually had won and were taking over he said good luck with that he knew so many things already that would begin to happen uh, number one they don't have the military on their side woohoo and let me yeah. tell you who they love the military love you know who. Uh, number 45, that's who they love. And guess who is our president? Number 45, that's who our president is. They're just literally insane fascists who want the military to take over our government and do a coup and put in a, a king, a dictator. And they're like, it's a good thing. It's just so crazy to hear them just admit it, not try to hide it in any way. But it's bizarre because conservatives forever have been speaking out against authoritarianism, even though they're the ones that, who are authoritarians. Mask off. President is. If you didn't get that, his name starts with T, not B. <laughs> so when you hear me say the B person, that's the fake. That's God calls him actually a villain. So if you don't think God doesn't have comments, so the villains and the illegitimate side, fear is falling on them. Yay! And that's that okay so to say awesome. that because guess what? They are not an authority. God reminding me again uh -huh. like he needs to. He said, remind them, remind them, they are not in power. Uh -huh. They have stolen. Uh -huh. When you're in a race in the Olympics and you lose, you don't win. You have no authority, no say. There's no celebration, okay? That is taken away. And so because nothing has happened against them, like literally come and dragging them out, they think they've won. They did win. Well, let me give you a lesson. When the devil thinks he's won, he gets sloppy. He gets extremely unintelligent. I'm trying to be polite. Uh -huh. And he'll even allow arguing amongst the ones he's been controlling. That's already happening. Yeah, that happens with everybody. But uh, the devil sounds awfully like just like some dipshit human being. Doesn't seem very supernatural. It's almost like you're putting a character on him based on your own experiences as a human being instead of like a supernatural entity but uh craziness more craziness from cat kerr
At least she's not describing your uh, mansion in heaven being bigger than New York City. Slightly less crazy than that, but still crazy. And uh, here's another pastor. This one is Shane Vaughn comparing Trump to Jesus, of course. And uh, did you know that uh, Facebook banning Trump is exactly like Satan killing Jesus? Yeah. You know, Facebook banning somebody for fanning the flames of violence and lying about the election results is exactly the same as torture and murder, according to the crazy Christian assholes. Another one from Right Wing Watch. Do it. We need 100,000 patriots to become reporters for Donald Trump. Get his words out there since they wanted to be so smart that they wound up being stupid because they made the same mistake that Satan made when he killed Jesus Christ. Wait a minute. Wait, wait. First of all, wasn't Satan killing Jesus Christ an integral part of God's infinitely wise plan? Didn't he literally send his son to die on purpose, to die for our sins? What the fuck? Doesn't seem like Satan had any choice whatsoever when the all-powerful God had this as the central part of his incredibly wise plan. I don't know. It doesn't seem very consistent there, dude. By killing that one man and killing his voice, he created a world full of little Christians that echo the message of Christ. Literally not why Christianity spread. Christianity spread because it was picked up by the Roman Catholics, by the Romans. Spread that fucking way. Had very little to do with, uh, even if Jesus existed, which there's no good evidence that he did. Even if he did, there's no evidence that he was actually crucified on the cross. But even if he was, that had very little to do with why Christianity spread. It was mostly spread by the sword, by crazy cult motherfuckers killing you and not giving you a choice. Which is why it's declining so fast nowadays. Because you motherfuckers no longer have the ability to kill us for speaking out against you. And as soon as that happened, uh, that was the demise of your religion. Stupid on the devil's part. The Bible says, had Satan known what was going to happen, he would never have crucified Jesus Christ. Because what he did was he started a harvest of Christians that echo the message. He only had one man to deal with. Now he's got a whole population full of us. Same thing they're doing with Trump. Let them crucify him. But we're now the echo, and we're going to put it on every page, every Twitter account, everything we got. He's literally their new Messiah, folks. Trump is the new Christian Messiah, which is weird. Like, even at least Jesus, for the most part, was a pretty cool dude. The character, the fictional character of Jesus in the Bible, for the most part, was doing good. Unlike Trump, who's just one of the most (sighs) giant pieces of shit on the goddamn planet who's ever fucking lived. Just a billionaire who clearly does not give a shit about anybody else, who can barely fucking form a sentence who's as corrupt as they fucking possibly come. But yeah, it's just wild. Now, because the oversight board didn't rule that we couldn't share Trump content, it's allowed on Facebook for now anyway. So take advantage of it while we can. All right, so that's great news, isn't it? All right, so let's go back over here and uh, let's come back over here and cancel that. And now y'all can come back into my office, all right? Okay, so there we go. That's the plan. Uh, We're all, I'm ordaining all of you right now as evangelists of the Trump revival. (laughs) Literally deifying Trump. Good Lord. I mean, the one good thing that 
came out of Trump is he might actually severely damage the Republican Party in the long run, and he's definitely severely damaged Christianity. So I guess we had to look for silver linings. Uh, that's a couple. And uh, did you know that you're not a real preacher unless you stink and have immense body odor? Here's uh, evangelist David Heavener's explaining it to you. A real preacher? What does he smell like, David? Well, let me tell you something. When a real preacher gets up and starts preaching the gospel, and I'm talking the sweat starts flinging, and sometimes the saliva starts shooting out, and their eyes start bulging because the Holy Spirit gets a hold of them, they work up what we call body odor. And here's my thing. Any pastor that does not have body odor that I can't smell, chances are that pastor is not preaching a real sermon. If I can't smell his sweaty ass, he ain't a real preacher. If his ass water isn't staining his underwear so much where the pungent scent assaults my nostrils, nope. No Holy Spirit on that motherfucker. Like, gross, dude. Like, put on deodorant and shit. Axe body spray or something. I work out all the time and get sweaty, and I don't have, like, extreme body odor. That's just basic hygiene, you nasty motherfuckers. And next up, this is sort of matting. This happened twice. So an atheist gets up and gives an invocation at the beginning of a, uh, a state meeting. And um, it's perfectly legal for them to do this. Christians have been giving up, giving their invocations forever. And so finally atheists sued where they can finally be allowed to give invocations. And they give up and they get up and they give very adult, reasonable invocations. And then as soon as they're done, some Christian stands up real quick and tries to cancel out their invocation with a prayer. Because they can't let fucking atheists or secular people have anything without them showing their fucking ass. And here's an example. This is um, Sarah Ray, the co-founder of Atheist Community of Polk County, getting up and giving her invocation at the, uh, where is it at? Um, Polk County, Florida. Thank you, commissioners, county staff, and good morning. We come here to do the business of county government, a deliberative body close to the people. As we gather, we are reminded that in our differences there is great strength. We do not all think the same way or believe the same things, yet we are linked by our common humanity and our shared origin. When we work together to move our community forward in a spirit of mutual respect and common decency, we showcase what is best about our county. We embrace many traditions. We are Christians, Jews, Muslims, Hindus, Buddhists, Sikhs, humanists, atheists, agnostics, unaffiliated, uncertain, and so many others. We are straight, gay, and transgender. We are young, old, and everything in between. We represent dozens of ethnicities and nationalities. We run the gamut from conservative to liberal, many a blend of both. I would be remiss, of course, to mention that on this Star Wars Day, may the fourth be with you, that many would argue strongly instead for Star Trek. To be sure, we do not agree about everything, and we often feel fiercely protective of what we do believe. There is great passion in our beliefs, and rightly so, but there is one thing on which we all agree, we share the goal of making Polk County 
our county, the best place it can be. And we unite here today around that noble aim and common purpose. Thank you. So absolutely reasonable. How can anybody have any issue with that whatsoever? Just an adult statement by a decent human being. But of course, nope, got to cancel you out because that's what they do. Would everyone please stand and bow your heads? Father God, thank you for this day and for your mercy and grace. We ask you for your guidance and blessings on this meeting in our county. In Jesus' name, amen. Yeah, fuck off. Can't just let a secular person have their invocation. Gotta trump over them. And it happened again. I'm not gonna play this one for you, but it happened again. And uh, another Florida town. Completely maddening. Twice in one week. Gonna skip over that. And um, embarrassing. Disgraced former president of Liberty University, Jerry Falwell, who is a literal cuck. I'm not saying that as an insult. I don't use cuck as an insult. I'm using it as a descriptive term for someone who literally likes to watch other men have sex with his wife, which he does. They paid off the pool boy to have sex with his wife. Probably him too, but we don't know about that part. Anyway, he ain't doing too well, folks. He got fired from the university. They're suing him for $10 million. And so he was having like a party at his house and he invited all the Liberty University seniors to come to his house for a big fucking party, which is creepy as shit. Here's this drunk ass out in front of his house, slurring his words, telling everybody to come to his house for the real graduation party. All the seniors, our farm, <gasps> May 8th, Let's go. we're going to have the real graduation party. We're going to have real graduation Yeah, yeah, dude, just falling to the fuck apart. Well, anyway... After this video went viral, he was roundly criticized for it because he's a, a creepy fuck. So they canceled it. He's like, oh, I'm having health problems, which is obviously just a fucking excuse. I mean, he does look like he's having health problems. Looks like he's having mental health problems. But he's like, oh, we're not going to have all these kids out to our house. Especially, it's really creepy considering his wife literally seduced one of the students at his school. Had him over their house and like sucked his dick and then sent him a lot of flirtatious messages trying to get him to come over and fuck her. That's what they do, folks. They're goddamn hypocrites. Uh, covered this before. So, yeah, creepy as shit. When you uh, sex fiends invite your Christian college graduates to come over your house for a party. But, yeah, they canceled that plan. Because it wasn't going to go well for them. And, uh, folks, did you know that trans people are influenced right out of the pit of hell? I knew it was true, uh, but this dude just proves it because he's clearly got his pulse on reality. Knows what the fuck's going on. This is Lieutenant General Jerry Boykin, because literally anybody can be a Lieutenant General or a General in our military. It takes nothing. And the big lie today, the big lie today is that if you were born with the genitalia of a male, you don't have to spend your life that way. Because what you actually might be is a woman or vice versa. Now, True. I can tell you how to figure it out. I mean, I can tell you how to know whether you're a man Mankind or not. Mankind has done it pretty well for thousands of years. Uh, yeah, gender neutral, NBs, and you know, trans people have been around forever. We've done perfectly fine with it. Pretty well. But this is the big lie. And, and the problem is that society has bought into this lie, mm. and they're perpetuating this lie. And I don't care what you say. I cannot imagine that any man or woman can change their their gender 
particularly if they go through the surgery and the hormones and all that. Then you don't have much of imagination because it happens all the time. And ever really truly be happy no. with what they've done. This is a diabolical uh, issue Absolutely. and it is, it is influenced right out of the pits of hell. That's right, trans people. You're right out of the pits of hell, which, God damn it, why do Christians continuously make you guys look so cool? Like, I feel about transness almost like I feel uh, about what Kurt Cobain said about how he's not gay, but he kind of wishes he was to piss off the homophobes. You guys make being trans sound so cool, I almost wish, but I am totally comfortable being a man. I'm totally comfortable in my body and as my role as a male, so I'm not, but God damn it. I wish I was alive right out of the pit of hell. That's fucking awesome. And next up, an Oregon church sued over COVID-19 restrictions um, because, you know, people were just wanting to be adults and do social distancing and wear a mask and not huddle together. And uh, yeah, 74 members now have the virus, including the pastor and his wife. So super spreader. It's a death cult, folks. And apparently they're going to kill us all with them. We're never, ever going to read chart immunity because of these people. And radical right wing Dave Dobermeyer wants you to know, hey, racism. We're not a racist society, folks, except when it comes to white people. And then, yeah, we're racist, but only against white people for the most part. I'm going to tell you something. This okay. whole racism thing is from the pit of hell. It's from the pit. Everything's from the hell. pit of hell, you guys. It is the divide and conquer a weapon that they are using. It is, I'm going to say it again. I'm going to say it again. There is no racism oh. in America. Oh, there's pockets of it. There's no, hey, folks. <laughs> there is no racism in America. Oh, there's some racism in America. Don't get me wrong. But there's no racism in America, except for all the racism, folks. There's a lot more of anti-Christian bigotry. Can you imagine if Reggie and the, can you imagine if Reggie and his crew had shown up at a Black Lives Matter event? Now I can't even use them. What if they'd have shown up at a NAACP event and they started to harass? Them? What if all those white faces were there? So you're asking, what if a bunch of white people showed up and started harassing black people? If people would have had a problem with that? Uh. Yeah? Harassing the blacks. Oh, you'd have never seen the end of it, right? But Satanists can come. Oh, yeah, the Satanists can come, and they can berate and do whatever they want to to white men with white. I'm just going to call it the way it is, folks. White men with white faces, Christian white men, wasps, white Anglo-Saxon Protestants are open game. Now, I'm not into a race war. Uh -huh. I'm not into any of that stuff. Uh -huh. But if you sure. don't wake up and understand that there is an assault on white Christian Americans, it, you, you're going to wake up too late. And also, he hates identity politics, folks. Never forget how much he hates identity politics, but it's the white Christians. They're the ones who are really oppressing our society. And as a white man, I got to agree, it's so tough being a white man in society. I wake up every day and I cry and I go out. Everybody treats me so horribly because of my white skin. My life's been really tough, folks, due to my whiteness. So uh, can't we lay off the white man just a little bit, guys, please? <laughs> Why are you guys such snowflakes? And uh, next up, oh, religious bullshit. 
I would say it's hard to believe, but it's not. Disgraced family values candidate caught selling sex and home massage parlors. Like I said, the Christianity is just virtue signaling. It's just an accessory to try to get over on people. I've shared with you guys before, they've done studies that show that when somebody asks you for a loan, if they mention God as they ask you for the loan, they're much, much, much less likely to pay you back. Just like my neighbor across the street, uh, his son was talking to me about, oh, I, he was working on my car. He was like, oh, I think God sent me to work on your car. And he, of course, he ripped me off. As soon as he said the word God, I knew he was going to fucking rip me off. I knew I was done for. But anyway, he claims to stand for individual responsibility, but he refuses to pay his taxes. He boasts about his inability to lie, but he has been credibly accused of fraud by Canadians Professional Association for Massage Therapists. So he's Trevor Wonk. Not the one of these uh, family values Christian guys. And apparently he uh, runs a sex parlor out of his house. Yeah. So apparently uh, it's with his wife. He has this uh, Asian wife, I guess he met overseas and brought her over. And uh, she has people come to their house and gives them massages and uh, happy endings and blowjobs, I guess, apparently. Uh, it says... But an undercover reporter who reached out to one of them via text was promised very good massage with condoms, oral sex, and having sex. So, yeah, that's out of their house. And so they asked the guy about it. And he, and <laughs> this is his excuse. <sighs> Walk confirmed that the person the CBC reporter had been texting with was his wife on her personal cell phone. And he agreed that she was offering sex for a price. But Wonk insisted that this is just bait and switch advertising. In other words, she was falsely promising sex for cash. Says, you know, the family values Christians who teach the Ten Commandments, one of which is thou shalt not bear false witness. Lying. Lying is one of the big things you're not supposed to do, but they ain't got a problem with it. And then he goes on to say, don't confuse marketing for reality, said Wonk. I can guarantee you my wife does not provide sexual services. Wife said his wife books appointments and welcomes Gus to their home, in addition to modeling and texting with potential customers. He said if the undercover reporter had arrived at his house, Lily would have answered the door. She's the one in the advertisements. They meet the woman in the advertisement, and she welcomes them to the area, he explained. She would make sure you were comfortable, give you a glass of wine. Then we would bring in an attendant who would give you a massage and nothing more. Yeah, we really believe you, motherfucker. You lying. You let your wife give dudes handjobs and blowjobs for money because that's fine. Like sex work is real work. If you want to do that, just don't play. Just don't lie about it. Just don't pretend like you're some kind of pious goddamn family values Christian because you ain't. You're just another lying hypocrite like all the fucking rest of them. And here's another example. North Carolina pastor arrested for uploading graphic sexual content involving a child. Q, where you at Q? Every week I cover these pastors, these reverends, molesting children, yet crickets from the Q crowd. They don't actually give a fuck about pedophiles. They only care about owning the libs. That's what it's all about. Another Christian pastor, another arrest for downloading graphic content involving children. This time, T. Elliot Welch, the senior pastor of First Baptist Church in Stanley, North Carolina, Stanleyville, North Carolina, a father of four, that's great, Liberty University graduate, figures, and an author with his wife of a Christmas book that's all about how you can focus your eyes on Christ. Yeah, you should have focused your eyes on Christ a little harder and not focus your eyes on little kids. 
The guy was arrested for allegedly distributing material that involved a child under 12 being sexually assaulted by an adult. What are you guys? What are you thinking? Like, I know they're just dumb as shit. I know they're like low-level cretins whose brains are barely working. But if you watch pornography that contains children and you spread it on the internet, you're going to get caught. How many times this has to happen for you guys to learn? says, Welch says on the church websites that he has been lead pastor at First Baptist since February 2020. Before that, he was an associate pastor at Minister of Students. Great. So I'll read that position from September 2014 to January 2020. And uh, the church no longer lists him as a pastor. They've received, released a statement, and the statement says this. We are shocked and saddened by the criminal charges brought against T. Elliott Welch, the senior pastor of First Baptist Church in Stanleyville. We in no way condone the behavior for which Pastor Welch has been accused. Blah, same, same old shit. Don't you guys realize there's a reason that you keep attracting all these fucking pedophiles? It's because you're cult members who just let them get away with anything, give them access to your children. And so, so many pedophiles flock to the ministry for the exact same reason that spiders build their webs in front of the porch light. Because that's where the fucking bugs are. That's where your children are that you give them access to. You fucking morons. So, uh, unshocked. Who's surprised? And yet another example, Josh Duggar. Remember Josh Duggar? Former incredible example of what a Christian upbringing can do for your life. Well, apparently he had over 200 plus illicit images of kids on his computer. Because why not? He was also trying to raise them. But the funny part is they had some kind of a Christian web blocker that blocked all pornography on the computer he was using, and it didn't catch any of that shit because there are easy workarounds that he specifically went and found to work around it so he wouldn't get caught. So, yeah, Christians, you're flat, you're feckless in every goddamn possible way you can be. Can't even catch child pornographers with your stupid-ass software. So, uh, good luck on your prison sentence there, Josh Duggar. I hear pedophiles are incredibly welcome in prison. That's what I hear. And folks, did you guys hear about this one? Here's a guy I have covered many times before. Ernest Angley, who is one of the worst pieces of shit to ever goddamn live. This televangelist. Wait, it's actually sort of, it's sad because there are victims here, but it's also sort of funny, hilarious, and we're going to get into it. But uh, here's the sad part, folks. This dude abused person after person. He was involved in scandal after scandal. We're about to get into it. I'm going to show you. But he was never held accountable for anything. Instead, he had a $26 million private plane and he died at the ripe old age of 99, rich as fuck. Never having to pay amends for anything he did because that's what this world does. Continuously rewards bad behavior. Justice is a fairy tale that's told to us so we don't riot in the streets. It's a bullshit notion. It doesn't goddamn exist. So, um, yeah. First off, he was sued by a 76-year-old woman with dementia who he talked into writing his church a $340,000 check because they're just the scum of the fucking earth. He already had a $26 million plane, but it's never enough. Also, I just want to say, folks, if you're 90 years old, you cannot wear a toupee that is solid, dark in color. It already looks ridiculous as it is, but at least add some salt and pepper to that motherfucker. Now, those of you who are like, Dusty, you dye your hair. Fuck you. I'm not 90 years old. Not yet. 
I still leave some salt and pepper in my hair. I tries to keep it slightly real, but more real than this motherfucker. That doesn't look good, you goddamn ghoul. The same week he stole the $340,000 from the old dementia lady, he was sued over a defaulted $3.6 million loan for his broadcast network. Uh, but that's not the uh, funniest slash most disturbing weirdest part. In 2018, when a former staff, Brock Miller, sued Angley for sexual abuse that occurred over the course of several years. When Miller resigned from the church, Angley's staff told the congregation he was a liar, drug addict, alcoholic, and adulterer. Miller's allegations were absolutely mind-blowing. So here's what Miller said. The first allegation of sexual misconduct Miller alleges in his lawsuit happened just prior to his wedding. Oh, God. Still a virgin at age 19. Eh? That's not surprising. He had questions about sex that he wanted answered. So he naturally went to the most disgusting, disturbing, sick individual he could possibly get his hands on, Reverend Angley. Miller's, oh, it says, uh, he naturally went to Angley, yeah, of course. And instead of giving me an answer like a pastor should, he said, well, I'm going to have to see your penis. For those of you listening at home, I'm staring oddly at the camera. What? <sighs> Miller recalled, I trusted this man. I really did. I trusted him. I didn't think it had any bad intentions. What? Look, okay. Now, I know that some people are really naive and stupid and they have issues. And I'm trying to shit on this dude too much. But when your pastor asks to see your penis, it has bad intentions. Okay. He's not just doing it for no reason. He's trying to get off. He's trying to fuck you. What is wrong with you? I know Christians don't have a lot going on in their mind. Another super mistru- super overly trusting. You should be more mistrusting. Angley advised Brock to masturbate and he complied. Now, I just got to say, at some point, it's on you a little bit. When your creepy ass preacher says, hey, whip it out and masturbate in front of me. And you're like, Psh. I didn't think he had any bad intentions. That's on you. A little bit. Just a little bit. I'm not giving the preacher a a pass or anything. A little bit on you. Years later, when Brock's wife became ill, Angley, he said, blamed the couple's sex life. And he ordered the dude to give him special massages. Just for Brock. Brock's moment of clarity came in Angley's bedroom during another anointing. Laying in Angley's circular bed, Miller naked as usual. He said, I'd really like to teach you how to give a good, passionate kiss. And I said instantly, I said, no, no. And it was just like the veil was completely lifted from my eyes. And I saw him in that moment for the monster that he was. That's what it took. It wasn't, hey, uh, masturbate in front of me. It wasn't all the times he made you lay naked side by side in his bed as you both masturbated together. He had to offer to kiss you on the lips before you fucking realize what was happening. Good goddamn, y'all. And uh, here's the great part, folks. We actually have some hidden audio that some dude recorded of Reverend Ernest Angley where he admits that he's laying in the bed with this dude and they're masturbating. I'm going to play a little bit of this for you now. This is amazing. Because there's been horrible discord here. Horrible. All I could do to keep her down from talking. And she was so angry over that word vulgar. You know what she said? She was going to tell. She said, I'll tell you what. 
you did not true because I did not ejaculate him. I didn't make him come. Well, you was both naked in that bed. Well, I didn't make Walter. him come. Well, I didn't make him come. I didn't make him come. This is a guy who had a $28 million private jet, yo. God damn it, this tr country is so fucking trash. Uh, he made you come in because he described... No, he didn't. He described your penis. He, he didn't make me come. No, he didn't. Well, you was in there naked. Well, I didn't say I wasn't. That's vulgar. But in the you he was in there naked with you. He didn't make me come. He didn't make me come. He was in the bed naked with you. Well, I didn't say he wasn't. Yep. You sure didn't. So, uh, anyway, he dead. He dead as fuck. And, uh, I think I mentioned this before that even Robin Williams did a parody character of this guy because he was such a piece of shit. Called his parody character, uh, Reverend Ernest Angry and did it in an album and on Saturday Night Live one time. But, uh, yeah, he still died at a ripe old age without ever facing consequences for anything he did. So, fuck this goddamn country. And, uh, last up on religious bullshit, uh, longtime viewer of the show Stax wrote an atheist book called Disproving God and Five and Five Adequate Reasons to Be an Atheist. He sent me a free copy. It's pretty good. Got some good information. It's just short but sweet. So, if you guys want to check it out, it's on Amazon for 666. And that is my religious bullshit segment. Gonna do a big celebrity bullshit. But let's stop and check the Super Chats. Super Chats! Anthony Gilanuza. Gilanese? Gilanuzi? I don't know. New to your channel. Good stuff, bud. Keep it rocking. Hell yeah. Welcome all you new motherfuckers to the channel. I've been doing this channel for 12 years now, but I've only been doing live shows for two years. I've been enjoying the shit out of it. So be sure to join me every week. I do this every week. 8 p.m. Central, 9 Eastern, every Monday and Friday. So... I'm not really a part of the YouTube algorithm. I've been blacklisted. Nobody else who's popular really shares my content. So, and also like, even if you hit the bell on my channel, oftentimes it will still not tell you I'm on. So just know Mondays and Fridays at 8 p.m. Central, not Eastern, I'm going to be here. Just show up. Don't expect YouTube to tell you the show's on because they're not going to do it. Okay. I got to build my audience like grassroots on my own. That's the only way I can get this shit to work. So good to see you. Matthew Hanley. Sex work is a family value. Yeah, I agree, but uh, not the way that they pretend it is. Hung Lai Jesus, why do these people care so much about trans people? Pray tell. Well, because their positions are so unpopular on everything across the board. So they have to have something to scare idiots with. So they'll vote against their own best interests. And forever they use black folks and gay people. And they still use them to a lesser degree. But it's become less socially acceptable to do that. So now trans panic. Even though trans people make up like 1% of the population. They're of no threat to you whatsoever. But uh, ooh, a lot of people are not used to it. So it's scary. Anything new is scary. So they can use that to frighten idiots with. And that's why they do it. Thank you, Hung Light Jesus. So far, get a nice tea on me, Dusty. Hope you're all doing well. Inshallah, hell yeah, inshallah to you, if God willing. God's always willing, because he don't exist. Jay West, 721, 149. Thank you, Jay West. Kubert Lover, 1972. Dusty, have you read Nietzsche? I've read, like, the Wikipedia article about him. He's my favorite philosopher, even though I don't agree with him on everything. But he makes you think about things. Yeah, he's all right. I don't know. Like, I don't, I prefer, like, more modern writers, modern thinkers. A lot of this stuff from a long time ago, it was great for that time period. If I say Nietzsche's not, Nietzsche's fine. Nietzsche or whatever the fuck. It's fine. But uh, a lot of shit happens in the last hundred years that a lot of those people could never have envisioned. And so you have to kind of have that uh, 
frame of reference to understand modern times in the correct way, in my opinion. But yeah, he's, he lays the groundwork for a lot of basic stuff that's pretty cool. Alan Williamson, awesome show. Appreciate it, Alan Williamson. $25 is very generous. Thank you for supporting me tonight. Love you. Dusty Williams, $4.99. What's up, Dusty Williams? Good to see you tonight. Jay West, $21. $20, also generous. Thank you, Jay West. You know that the, you know that feeling when you hear something so crazy, you think it can't get any worse. Rhyming pastors always find a way. I know, right? They always find a way to top themselves. Just crazier and crazier. But they're destroying it all. So good. Keep it up. Thank you, Jay. And Kubrick Lover. Trump's favorite movie is Citizen Kane, but I don't think he gets the point of the film where money doesn't buy happiness. Yeah, it's like Elon Musk saying his favorite movie is Parasite, which is literally a movie about hating the rich, eating the rich, about how the capitalist system takes advantage of the poor. No self-awareness whatsoever. Bob Jones, Exodus 21 is my go-to chapter to shut Christians down. Perfect verse to expose this evil. Bring it up, the nearest Christian. Watch them struggle. All right, Exodus 21. Let's remind myself what that is. Anyone who strikes a person with a fatal blow is put to death. However, it's not done intentionally, but God lets it happen. They are to go free. Yeah, all right. If God wants you to murder somebody, it's fine. Just let them free. It's all good. Makes sense. And uh, if they crucify G Trump or Jesus Trump, they're going to need a reinforced cross. I know, right? I want to use steel or some kind of new material or something. That dude's heavy. Sisfiantas, $5. Thank you, Sisfiantas. Appreciate it. Living torture. I'd like to see God's comment sections. Yeah. I think God's got too much on his plate to fucking worry about the comments. Thank you, Living Torture. Katie, damn it. Religious FN's grifters shaking my head. They're going to be the end of the whole country. It's just really sad how much money they still make. It's 2021. It's hard to fucking believe, but it's true. Breaking Bad on our get $20. Thank you, Breaking Bad. Good to see you tonight. Very generous. Love you. Uh, Kitty Witty became a dust buddy. Hell yeah. You guys want to become a dust buddy? You get customized emojis to spam the chat with. It's $2.99 a month, and you look like, like a, some kind of, I don't know. There's a way to do it next to your chat. You can be a dust buddy. Uh, support the show. Good way to support it and become one of the cool kids. So thank you, Kitty Witty. Beast Nation 2009. Yo, good to see you. Take, take this money. I will. I'll take that money. Beast Nation, good to see you. Dusty, you are the man. Love from the UK. How can I be the man when you the man, Mr. O. Willow? Appreciate that. Uh, Dusty, when are you going to be an anarcho-capitalist? I don't know. I don't even know what the fuck I am. I don't like labels too much. I'm too nuanced for that shit. But thank you, Living Torch. Appreciate it. Good to see you. Great show, Dusty. Appreciate it. Benetton 6-6. You're awesome. All right. Anything else pop up real quick? Jenny Rue, what's up, Jenny? Good to see you tonight. Love you. But poor, sorry, not more. Hey, every little bit helps. It all adds up. I really appreciate Jenny. Good to see you. Callie Gearbox, did you know ancient Rome once had a trans ruler? I did not know that, but I am not surprised. I know a lot of people blame the fall of Rome on acceptance of trans people, which is crazy. We covered that on the show before, but it's been around for a long time. Thank you. Good to see you, Catalina tonight. All right. More Super Chats if you guys want to. We need to go ahead and get on with the show. We're already an hour in. We still got so much to cover. And next up, we're going to resurrect my old segment called Celebrity Bullshit. Celebrity Bullshit. The segment is about celebrities and their bullshit. And first off, on Celebrity Bullshit, did you guys hear about the controversy with Olivia Wilde? Yeah, hot-ass Olivia Wilde. I think she's dating uh, Harry Styles or something. I think one of the Styles brothers. It's like a May of December. You go, girl. Get that younger man. But okay. Apparently, there was some minor controversy where people were accusing her of making uh, homophobic statements 
in an interview a few years back. And I, so here's the deal, folks. I read what she said. I'm going to read you what she said. And to me, eh, it doesn't seem very homophobic to me at all. Of course, like, I, 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 I would say that. You know, I'm a straight male. And so I understand that sometimes people with different life experiences have different viewpoints on things than I do. So I like to listen. But I actually went and looked up the controversy, what most people are saying about it. And most people are agreeing with me, even gay people. They're like, yeah, this is blown out of proportion. Now, you want to call it cancel culture or whatever, it's just stupid. This is a fringe of people pointing out stuff that seems like unfair criticism, but it's just a very small fringe of people. This is not a big deal. This has no major effect on anybody's life. Don't let them push the right-wing narrative that this is actually major shit that's hurting society. So here's what she said in a former interview. What followed her divorce was a man-eating sex bender that ultimately left her feeling so lonely she considered a soft kind of lesbian relationship. Just gentle kissing and scissoring. That's it. Until she met someone. Hi, Jason. And fell blissfully, hopefully, madly in love. I guess she means Jason Sudeikis, who's also awesome. They were together a little while. They seemed like they made a couple, but I guess they broke up. And uh, But I don't know. Is that is saying that you thought about being in a lesbian relationship? Kissing and says, I guess I could kind of see a little bit while that might be off-putting slightly, but it doesn't look like a big deal to me, but I don't know. And then she said, it's been four years since Olivia Wilde's last visited off-camera, and a lot has changed. She had another child, taken a step back from acting, and embarked on a completely different career path as a director. I almost feel like someone who's come out of the closet. There's this feeling of honesty about what I really want to do, and it's a level of comfort that comes from being true to yourself, that I haven't felt in a long time. And I guess that a problem with that. I mean, she's not saying anything negative about gay people, though. She's saying being coming out of the closet is being honest about yourself and feeling free. And that's how her comparison is. So I don't know. Very few people seem to take exception with it, even though it was trending on Twitter. But if you look at the comments, most of the people were like, uh, yeah, this is nothing. You guys are blowing this out of proportion. And, uh, yeah, first Olivia Wilde, Jason Sudeikis, and now Anna Marie Tendering. I didn't see Jason Sudeikis trending, but uh, anyway, oh, much to do about nothing, in my opinion. But what do you guys think? Do they have a reasonable beef with Olivia Wilde? Seems like she's pretty decent to me. Nice, talented lady. And uh, Rose McGowan, I guess she's always been full-on shut-ass, but... Uh, I never noticed it before because I haven't paid attention to her in decades. She hasn't really done much with her life in decades. So uh, first, I'll play just, just a little bit of this Corey Bush. Corey Bush was uh, on, the, on the floor of the house, and uh, she was talking about uh, black issues. And um, she, instead of saying, uh, I guess, mothers, she said birthing people, which is something conservatives are freaking out about everywhere they're like this is uh something that people are saying all over the place which they're really not i very rarely hear anybody said this but clearly she just said this to be nice and try to be inclusive of uh trans men who decide to have babies right because it's the trans men who have babies not the trans women and uh she said in this tweet every day black birthing people and our babies die because our doctors don't believe our pain my children almost became a statistic and almost became a statistic or I almost became a statistic. I testified about my experience oversight dims today 
hear us, believe us, because for so long, nobody has. So she's basically speaking about how when black people go into the emergency room or go to the hospital about their pain, they're less believed than white people, and it causes their suffering and death. It's black issues, black pain, and racism she's speaking about. So, of course, Rose McGowan had to make it all about her, had to basically ignore that she's talking about black issues, put her own fucking two cents in. But I'm going to play just a, just a tab of this before I read you Rose McGowan's comment. St. Louis, and I thank you, Chairwoman Maloney and uh, Congresswoman Kelly, for your leadership in convening this all-important hearing. It is an honor to join my sisters in service, Congresswoman, Congresswoman Presley, Underwood, and Adams as part of today's panel. I sit here before you as a mother a single mother of two. Zion, my eldest child, was born at 23 weeks gestation versus what is considered a normal pregnancy at 40 weeks. When I was early in my pregnancy with him, I didn't think that there could even be a possibility that there could be a complication. I became sick during my pregnancy. I had hyperemesis gravidarum, which was se uh, severe nausea and vomiting. I was constantly throwing up for the first four months of my pregnancy. Around five months, I went to see my doctor for a a routine prenatal visit. As I was sitting in the doctor's office, I noticed a picture on the wall that said, if you feel like something is wrong, something is wrong. Tell your doctor. I felt like something was wrong, so, I, so that's what I did. I told my doctor. I told her that I was having severe pains, and she said, oh, no, you're fine. You're fine. Go home, and I'll see you next time. So that's what I did. I went home. One week later, I went into preterm labor. At 23 weeks, my son was born. One pound, three ounces. So basically, she's speaking about the black experience of any black person who gives birth. And the reason she said birthing people, because it's just not women who give birth. It's also trans men who give birth. So she was trying to include their experience because they also don't get believed a lot of times. So she's just basically inclusive. Nice, you know. But it's not something people use very often. Like, I very rarely ever hear anybody saying this. But of course... She's talking about black birthing issues, so Rose McGowan had to make it about her. And Rose McGowan tweets, Birthing people? I'm empathetic to you. I'm empathetic to your painful and unfairly traumatic experience. But, here comes the but, why are you smearing bio women to virtue signal to trans women? Oh, good God. How is this a smear to bio women to acknowledge that trans men can also have babies? including black men, and they might have bad experience with not being believed by the doctors. How is that taking any way away from bio women? Why are you making this about yourself, Rose McGowan? And then she goes on to say, why can't we rise together? Because motherfuckers like you are always tearing people down. You're the one doing it. Your language is creepy. You creepy, Rose McGowan. You are gaslighting. You're literally gaslighting, Rose McGowan. I want to look up the definition of that word. What you are doing is dangerous. Fuck off, Rose McGowan. And then Rose McGowan goes on to say, I just want a new dictionary and new words, but not ones that hurt and cause strange shame. Yeah, I just want a safe space where nobody can call me out of my bullshit or make me feel bad for being stupid and putting people down for no reason and gaslighting and misleading people. Can I have a new dictionary, new words? Uh, no, you can't. Fuck your safe space. Why can't I say I don't like her word choice? That's not what you said. You said she was virtue signaling to trans women, which is so stupid. But I'm going to let Cat Black explain to you in just a second why it's so stupid. She owns Rose McGowan, and it's beautiful. Why does that make me a turf? Why can't I ask for better words? Fuck off. Oh, fuck. And then she says, off to see my best trans girlfriend now. Yes, she had to throw that in 
That's literally the same as saying, hey, I'm not racist. I have a black friend. Yeah, I'm not a turf. I'm going to go see my best trans friend. See? Can't criticize me. I have a trans friend. No, fuck that. We see right through that goddamn bullshit. But she got owned. Owned as owned can be, I must say. By Cat Black. Who explains, this is my favorite, most entertaining turf trip up. Birthing humans is not a vague attempt to virtue signal to trans women because trans women do not give birth. Some trans men and non-binary folks who were designated as female at birth do. That's who's being included. Birthing humans is a language that doesn't include and isn't attempting to include trans women, as you assert. So really, this just makes you look like you have some really intense issue with trans women. But we already knew that. Yeah, that's why you're a turf. You're blaming trans women for something that has nothing to do with them. You're blaming her for kowtowing to trans women when literally it has nothing to do with trans women. It's about trans men. You have no clue what you're talking about. And Kat goes on to say, also, this was a conversation about black pain. And instead of acknowledging it, you had to construct a really intense narrative about placating to trans women, which was literally never happening in the first place. You're a white woman centering yourself in a conversation about black pain. Feels pretty racist, and yet that's exactly what she's doing. Gotta make it about her. Typical ass, privileged white woman. Fuck off, Rose McGowan. And, uh, folks, I'm sure you heard about this by now, but, uh, Elon Musk hosted Saturday Night Live and it did not go well. Some of the cringiest, most unfunny bullshit you can possibly imagine. But I will say this. The uh, monologue, the opening monologue was fine. I mean, Elon Musk has no charisma. But he's not an actor. He's not a comedian. He's not trained for this. It's not unexpected. But he did kind of come off likable in the opening monologue because he was just kind of goofy in himself and it was fine. The vast majority of the reason he bombed so badly on SNL was not his fault. Now, he didn't do a good job because... He wasn't expected to do a good job, but the blame is squarely on the show, uh, on the, on the shoulders of the writers. Like 98% of the blame for his bombing is on the writers because Saturday Night Live is not a funny show. They refuse to take any chances anymore. It's just old boomer material. It's safe as fuck. It's corny as shit. I don't know if it's, it's the cast they have now, but it's mostly the fucking writers who just seem completely uninspired, uninspired these days. And so that's why it was awful. I'm not going to show you a whole lot of this unless you guys, in case you guys have not seen this yet, I'm only going to show you a few seconds of this because it's so cringe inducing and also not only copyrighted, but uh, here's one of the skits they did. And uh, yes, Elon Musk is awkward as fuck, but it's the fucking writing. Is this Morgan squad? Gang, gang. Doctor, please tell us what's up with our bestie. You all might want to sit down. What I have to say right now might be a little cringe. Just give us the tea. Okay. Well, as you may have seen on her live, your bestie took a major L while driving her Hellcat. Yeah. Just terrible. Just fucking awful. Like, I could write so much better than this. I could come up with better ideas for these skits that would actually, you know, you have to, for being self deprecating would have been great. Having Elon Musk make fun of himself more would have been very funny. But just terrible. Whoever's writing Saturday Night Live should be ashamed of themselves and should be fired. But they won't because Lauren Michaels is rich as fuck and uh, is just phoning it in now. And I'll show you a very, very short clip of another thing they did that was also cringe. 
Here's what's embarrassing. The reason they did this skit, obviously, is because they know Elon Musk appeals to the 4chan crowd, and and so, and some and in some ways that overlaps with a lot of the gaming crowd. And the, the reason people think he's cool because he's supposed to be this big gamer and shit. So they had to do this gaming skit where he plays Wario. But why didn't they bother to just Google how Wario talks? Instead, he does the impression of Mario. Like Mario and Wario have the same voice. They don't. It's completely different. And you can also Google how Princess Peach talks. And uh, Grimes, his wife, was on here doing a, I don't know what, what kind of impression she was doing, but it wasn't Princess Peach. So if you guys are really some kind of gamers, you should know this basic shit. But it's all just try hard as fuck. And was there anything off between him and Luigi? Uh, yes, I, I hate for it to come out like this, but Luigi was sleeping with Princess Peach, Mario's wife. Oh. You and I, we never sleep together. I never touch him under the overalls. <laughs> so bad. Oh, they're so goddamn out of touch. So, uh, yeah, it's always been bad, though. Saturday Night Live is just trash, so I'm not surprised. And uh, people are like, oh, they're so angry at Elon Musk on Saturday Night Live. I am not angry at all. It's fine. It was just the same stupid shit that it's always been. If you guys want to have that guy on there, I mean, they had him on there because they wanted people to talk about the show, and I'm talking about it. So you guys got your wish, but, uh, like, I probably won't be tuning into Saturday Night Live anymore. This might have been uh, the death nail of the show for me, even though it... I should have quit watching it a long time ago. I don't find it funny. I almost just watch it just out of morbid curiosity. But I think I'm done. But of course, the conservatives, they all got to circle their wagons and pretend like they found it hilarious. Or pretend like, oh my God, it was so awesome. Having Elon Musk on Saturday Live owned the libs. And the Daily Wire, which is a little bit of Shapiro's rag, says a black hole of fun, angry leftist. Slam Elon Musk Saturday Night Live performance. I mean, it was just cringe. It was bad, but uh, it's nothing you got to angry about. But you guys got to always pretend like you're owning the libs so hard because that's what gives you clicks. And it's Cody Johnson. Show to Cody. What's up, show to Cody? Says, love the conservative thing where they suddenly have to pretend that something they've historically hated and complained about is actually a good show and true story. They've always had it Saturday, hated Saturday Night Live. Conservatives always shit on Saturday Live week in and week out. Were they angry when they did it? Were they snowflakes when they did it? No, because it's different when they do it. But now the Elon Musk is on there. Oh my God, it's the greatest thing. We're owning the libs. You're not owning the libs. You're just embarrassing yourself. Sit the fuck down. And uh, here's one guy that loved the shit out of it. Chud ass Keemstar, of course, loved it because it was owning the libs, y'all. I don't care how bad and cringe it is. I got to pretend it's awesome. Because as long as I pretend like owning the libs, it's all good. And Keem says, Elon is crushing it. Uh, narrator, he wasn't. Watching TV for the first time since the Super Bowl to watch Elon SNL, exclamation point. General Z Hospital, crying, laughing at one of the worst gets ever. No cap. She's literally dead. So cringe. You're like almost 40, right, Keem? Good God, y'all. And uh, this is like a Rorschach test. See whatever you want to in this tweet. Chud asked Carol Ralph says, if you don't think America is fucking great, this is one of the wealthiest, most powerful men in the world. Yeah, isn't that great? Somehow an incredibly influential rich man got on Saturday Night Live. Oh, wow. America, so great. Who could have possibly ever seen that coming? That's a shocker, isn't it? And, uh, 
I think that's all of my Elon Musk coverage. Oh, no, one more. <laughs> as soon as the show came on, the scammers came back. And they did the scam before. You guys might have seen it where they uh, took over. They used some kind of hack and they took over a bunch of really popular Twitter accounts that were blue check, like Bill Gates and Elon Musk. And they ran this scam and they made like millions of dollars in, off the scam. I even read an article to you guys one time about one guy who sent $250,000 to the scam. Well, they started the scam back up right again when Elon Musk went on. So, uh, yeah, NBC, SNL, monologue, Elon Musk. So this is when he went on. So immediately, what happened is there are some people out there that have blue checked accounts and they sell their blue check mark accounts to scammers. And so you can change your name to be whatever you want it to be on Twitter. So when these people change their name to like SNL and they have the blue check mark, idiots look at this and they think, oh, this is the official SNL account. When you look at the name, it's Philco Fiction. It has nothing to do with SNL. But people are so stupid, they don't even look that far. And Miley Cyrus, who was the musical guest last night, who actually did a pretty good job, I thought. Checkmark. People see this. Oh, my God, this is the official Miley Cyrus account. It has to be. It says Miley Cyrus and Checkmark. We know this is just some asshole who sold their account to a scammer. And it says, our mission is to advance humanity by solving the world's hardest problems. We want to thank our supporters and also help crypto mass adoption. 5,000 Bitcoins will be distributed among everyone who takes part in this event. And then Molly says, we want to thank our supporters and also help crypto mass adoption. Same thing. So how the scam works is you go to this link and you think it's legit. And it says, hey, we're just trying to get more people to use cryptocurrency. So more people adopt it. So if you send us one Bitcoin, we'll send you two in return. For every one you send us, just to help people get it adopted, we'll send you two back. So you can double your money. And it's hard to believe that anybody would be stupid enough to fall for this, but they do. People are literally sending hundreds of thousands of dollars to these scams, and these scammers are making millions of dollars. And this is how it works, folks. Hopefully, you're more sophisticated than this. Hopefully, you can see through this. But if not, now you can, because I've told you how it works. And uh, some guy was on it earlier saying, Dusty, the only reason you guys are making fun of Elon Musk is because he's rich. That's the only reason you guys showed Elon Musk. And nope, I'm going to pull up this thread one more time. That is not the only reason we're shitting on Elon Musk. Now, yes, we don't like billionaires, of course. We don't think there are any more billion, moral billionaires out there. But also, we shit on Elon Musk because uh, he called a diving hero that rescued Thai kids a pedophile and a child rapist. Remember that? And uh, he also moved to Texas to avoid paying his taxes. And then he went public and saying that the poor people don't need a stimulus. He said we're good. Remember that? And then he supported Kanye West for president. Remember that? And then... He told his uh, fans to take the red pill, which is usually a, a right-wing talking point. It was eventually repeated by Ivanka Trump in uh, agreement with him. And then remember he says the coronavirus panic is stupid and that we wouldn't have any new cases of coronavirus uh, by the next month. And then uh, 570,000 people, actually more people than that died. I want to show you guys, almost a million people have died in this country. The case has been undercounted. Almost a million people died because uh, dipshits like him downplayed the coronavirus and made people not take it seriously enough. Remember that? Uh, that's why we do it. And uh, here's more of him downplaying the coronavirus. And him, here's him spreading the cancel culture narrative. And here's him hanging out with Ghislaine Maxwell, you know, Jeffrey Epstein's right-hand woman who helped him molest a bunch of underage girls. So, yeah, lots of reasons we should on Elon Musk other than the fact that he's just rich. You don't know what you're fucking talking about. And uh, next up. Oh, celebrity bullshit. Bill Moore.
doing his boomer ass shit again. So boomer, Bill Maher. What the fuck? He's basically just become a, a chud, a total fucking chud. So he's on there last night complaining about the left. And he said, once upon a time, the right were the ones offended by everything still are. Have you watched YouTube lately? They literally make 200 videos about Captain Marvel. They complain about every fucking thing, every TV show. If there's a tough woman in it, if there's a black dude, everything. Christians are still shitting on anybody they find sinful. I cover it all over the fucking place, canceling everybody left and right to pretend like Christianity and the conservatives are not doing the same shit they've always done. It's ridiculous. But now he's going to pretend like Christians no longer do that shit, and now it's the left. Because this is what every old, aging, rich boomer does when they can't handle the criticism. And also comedians who are not funny anymore because they're hacks and they can't upgrade and evolve to the times and be funny without telling the same old hacky-ass jokes. They feel like comedy is dead, but comedy is not dead. As anybody who watches the show knows, I tell joke after joke. I try to make the show funny. I have absolutely no problem with comedy. It's easier than it's ever fucking been. As long as you're not stuck in the past, want to tell the same hacky-ass jokes that are no longer funny, you're fine. But he is. He's old. He's out of touch. He's very sensitive about it. But it's true, Bilmar. You're boomer-tastic. And he goes on to say, they were the party of speech codes and blacklists. They still are. And moral panics. They literally still are. Did you see the shit about... Montero, call me by your name. The satanic panic always been, always will be. You lying fuck. And demanding some TV show had to go. They still are. Mar said on his show, and then he goes on to say, well, now that's us. Quit comparing yourself to us. You're not part of us anymore, Bill Maher. You're this out-of-touch fucking boomer who has no connection to us anymore. You're a rich, white asshole on television, continuously pushing right-wing talking points. Fuck off. And he says, we're the fun suckers now. Oh, my God, I can't say the N-word anymore. Where's the fun in that? We suck the fun out of everything. Uh, no, we don't. We have plenty of fucking fun. I don't even know what you guys are talking about. Lefties party like a motherfucker, Bill Maher. Maybe you don't, but we do. And then he says, we suck the fun out of everything. Halloween? Have we sucked the fun out of Halloween? How old are you, Bill Maher? Is Halloween really boring now because you can't wear blackface? Like... Good God. The Oscars. When was the Oscars even funny or fun? It's never been fun. Oscars has always sucked. How did the left fucking suck the fun out of Oscars? By celebrities using their platform to speak out about social issues, doing exactly what they should do when put in front of huge audience trying to use that platform to make the world better. That sucks the fun out of it for you, Bill Maher. Of course it does because you're kind of trash. Childhood. Twitter and comedy. Yeah, comedy's dead, folks, says this old fucking hack who hasn't evolved his material so he can't compete with the next generation of comedians. But comedy's easy. It's easy as fuck, Bill Maher. Catch up, motherfucker, or die off already. And next up on Celebrity Bull. Oh, that's all. That's all my celebrity bullshit, folks. That's all my celebrity bullshit. Next up, we're going to do some Chud Watch. Followed up by some... uh. Only in America. But first off, let's take a break and see if there's any new Super Chats. Ronnie Max says, uh, thanks, Dusty. First generation here. Love you. I love you. Appreciate that. Ronnie Max, good to see you tonight. All right, that was the only one. More Super Chats, please. I'm going to give you guys overtime. You better reward me for some fucking overtime tonight. Good way to support the show. Super Chats. And next up, we're going to do some Chud Watch because uh, we talk about Chuds. 
and we make fun of them. And first off on Shud Watch, the NRA put out their Mother's Day post, and uh, it's this. Mama didn't raise a victim. And it's a picture of a mom with her, uh, is that an AR-15, I guess, with a silencer on it, it appears. Holy shit, that's an intimidating gun. Standing next to what appears to be her six-year-old daughter, who also has a semi-automatic rifle in her hand. So, yeah, America! Happy Mother's Day! If you really love your daughter, you'll get her a semi-automatic rifle or some shit, I guess. And, you know, I guess I can't talk a lot because I do can still carry a little ass pistol, a little girl gun, all right? But, uh, I don't know, Bob, by walking around with no goddamn AR-15s over your shoulders. That's overkill and stupid. And the NRA is a, uh, a horrific organization. I pointed out to you guys before, I would not support that organization. Shit on them. But yeah, the United States has more guns than any other country on Earth. We have more mass shootings, too. Who are with this connection? This happened at the mall this week. Just a typical day in America where if you go to the mall, you have to worry about immediately having to flee for your life because there were multiple shootings there. Somebody got an argument with somebody else and they pulled out a gun and just started blasting away because why not? And also, uh, at a birthday party, some dude walks in and uh, shoots six people and then kills himself. Apparently, it was uh, the boyfriend of one of the girls that was there. So, yeah, just walks in, murders everybody, because America, what you going to do? It's never going to change. This is who we are as a people. And Greta Van Susteren, slackjaw, Greta Van Susteren, got to push these right-wing narratives that are bullshit. She says, to all those who reject the term Mother's Day, nobody rejects the term Mother's Day, literally nobody, in favor of birthing person's day, literally never heard anybody say birthing person's day except for Ben Shapiro. I don't know what you're talking about. Maybe there might be a, a very, very tiny percent of people that are now calling Mother's Day birthing person's day, but uh, I haven't seen this. This is not a major issue, but this is what they have to do. Their policies are so unpopular, they have to pretend like shit that is not an issue at all is some kind of major fucking issue to scare you with. To all those who rejected her Mother's Day in favor of birthing person's day, you have just slighted all the incredible mothers who adopted children. What the fuck? <sighs> Foolish. Always gotta fucking play that grift. We see right through you. It's stupid. And they're so petty, folks. How can you get this fucking petty? Here's Chud Ash, uh, Bridget Gabriel, who is a uh, founder and chairman of Act for America, another Chud Ash organization. National security expert. Yeah, I'm sure she has. She says, Jill Biden is a fake doctor. Melania Trump is a real inspiration. Oh, yeah, let's shit on Jill Biden for no reason. Just doesn't make any sense. Now, you know goddamn well if Jill Biden was Donald Trump's wife and Melania was... Joe Biden's wife, they would never shut up about how much more classy Jill was than Melania. They'd be saying, oh, Donald Trump married a doctor. She's a smart-ass, classy doctor. Uh, Joe Biden married a sex worker, married a prostitute. That's what they say. I'm not calling her a prostitute. That's what they'd say. Married a, a woman who did lesbian porn and was naked. That's the kind of things Democrats give us. They have no morals whatsoever. This is an assault on our country that this is the first lady of the United States. You know they'll be saying that. But they're so hypocritical 
a hundred percent double standard all the fucking time. And uh, another example of how fucking petty they are. Here's Don Jr. Saying Biden isn't the next FDR. He's the next Jimmy Carter. Imagine trying to shit on Jimmy Carter. Literally one of the nicest presidents we've ever had. Maybe, maybe the nicest. A guy who has spent his entire life after the presidency building houses for homeless people and shit. Jimmy Carter is a Nobel-winning peacemaker who didn't dodge military service. He's an environmentalist, fighter for democracy, works with his hands, serves the poor, created more jobs per year than Reagan and George W. Bush, and still with his first wife. Imagine shitting on him and pretending Donald Trump is somehow better. But to these people, they're so fucking evil that being a decent person to them is actually bad. Being a total fucking piece of shit, the biggest douchebag in the world, is actually good to them. That is what they celebrate because it makes them feel better about what fucking horrible human beings they are. A good person actually makes them feel bad about themselves, so they have to demonize them. And that's the entire conservative fucking party. This is your party, Republicans. This is what you stand for. You're trash. And good news, the Oath Keepers, the far-right militia, are now having a lot of problem getting new members. They were having an incredible surge in members around the election time. Uh, but because a lot of them have been arrested now for their capital treason, for storming the Capitol, apparently that is not popular with the American people. Good news. Or the Canadian people, too. They're having trouble in Canada as well. Uh, so their membership is way down and they're suffering. So good. Hopefully they're going to go extinct before too long. Thoughts and prayers to the Oath Keepers, you stupid fucks. And former Donald Trump lawyer Lynn Wood, Q conspiracy theorist nut. Good God, y'all. This dude, I would say he's losing his mind, but he lost it a long fucking time ago. But uh, this is the kind of shit he's out there saying. Donald Trump is a man of God. He's doing God's will for this country. Uh-huh. General Michael Flynn is a man of God. He's doing just God's will for this country. Mike Lindell is the man of God. He's doing God's will for this country. And I will tell you unashamedly, I love Jesus Christ. I love God. And I'm working every day to do God's will for this country. And I will never quit. I will never quit the people. Dude just literally lies and spread conspiracy theories for all of it. But this is why Christianity's dying. Because you guys keep pretending that Trump, who obviously and transparently does not give a shit about Christianity or the church or the Bible. Everybody can see through it, except for the few of you conservatives who still are in this cult spreading this shit. And uh, then this audio clip from Lynn Wood was released. It happened in uh, like September of 2020. And dude, he is obviously out of his goddamn mind. He's having some kind of mental breakdown. Literally, the Bar Association wanted him to have a psych evaluation to make sure he was still mentally fit to serve as a lawyer. He wouldn't do it. But this is why. This is how crazy he is. He literally thinks he is the reincarnated prophet from the Bible, Elijah. I see the future. You don't. How do I know the future? You Only God knows don't. the future. So either... I'm not God. If I am, I've got a bad memory. I don't remember creating the universe. I don't remember creating myself. Could have Alzheimer's. You do. But I see the future. You don't. I see things before that. No, you don't. I've called it not always right on the facts, but Never. in terms of the resolution. I've been saying for months, 
that this is exactly. This is a guy that said Trump was going to win. And then he said Biden was going to be uh, removed from office. Then he said Pence was going to be hung by the neck as a traitor. How can you get everything wrong at all times and still claim that you're always right? But that's how they do. Don't believe reality. Believe me. What's going to happen? And it's been happening. Mm-hmm. I call it the spirit of Elijah. Elijah's end day prophet. Mm-hmm. I've thought maybe I was Elijah because I see the end days. I know exactly where we are. I knew. I've been saying for months that we we're going to. This was going to be culminating in the final harvest. It is. There are more people coming to God right now than ever before. Yep, always wrong. But yeah, apparently Elijah was an end days prophet, even though he was thousands of years ago and the world didn't end. But don't think about it. Makes sense. Linwood, the new Elijah. And here he is, like I was saying, claiming that Pence was going to be executed for treason. This man who is a prophet who gets everything correct, but he gets nothing correct. But Christians don't care. Conservatives don't care. They just want somebody to lie to them, to give them comfortable lies so they'll feel good in the moment, never get held accountable. And uh, holy shit, folks. Steve Bannon is going to get Dr. Fauci killed. I don't know how anybody can platform this kind of shit and feel good about it. But this guy's going on Steve Bannon's podcast, which is a very popular podcast, accusing Dr. Fauci of being the person who created the coronavirus and is attempting to kill millions of people. Imagine if you actually believe this. Imagine how dangerous it is for crazies to believe this. Fauci, you need to have some fucking protection, dude. For whatever reason, Fauci wanted to weaponize the, the, that, that, that virus, and it, he is the father of it. He, is, he has killed millions of Americans if that thing came from the lab, and now it gets 99.999% sure it did. For- it's crazy. Killed millions of Americans. Fauci, like literally the only adult in the Trump administration trying to help people. Of course, it's the evil Bond villain bad guy who's mur- murdered millions of Americans. Millions of Americans have not even died from the coronavirus, but it's actually more than we thought, folks. Over 900,000 is the actual new count. I'm going to show you in a minute. But yeah, as soon as that guy came out and said this, that Fauci was behind it, Parler became to, began to uh, parrot those talking points because that's how it works. Fauci financed the development of the Wuhan bat virus in China with our tax dollars while Obama was president. Yeah. Definitely true. Not a conspiracy theory, but these crazy motherfuckers. Man, this is so dangerous. And uh, Representative Jim Banks, another conservative chud ass because conservatives are not sitting their best, going on Fox News to claim that because of Biden, our current economy, which is literally one of the best economies we've had right now of any president in modern history, It is a boom time like we've never seen in like decades and decades and decades. Or, according to Republicans, the economy is in a tailspin. Because why not? Who are you going to believe? Me or your own eyes? Is it just because of the fact that she's not as loyal to Donald Trump? Well, Chris, let's let's start with that. No, this this completely misses the point about why we need a change in Republican leadership. Let Let me tell you, Republicans are almost completely unified in a single mission to oppose the radical, dangerous Biden 
agenda and win back the majority in the midterm election. And any other focus other than that is a distraction from stopping the Biden agenda from what, it, what it's already done in three months, sending this economy in a tailspin, uh, the crisis at the border, making America less safe abroad from appeasing uh, those like in Iran. Just total bullshit. Literally, the stock market's never been higher. Now, we had slightly disappointing jobs numbers last month compared to the month before, but it was still like 270,000 increase or something in a boom time. But Republicans, they got a lie. That's all they fucking got. And uh, Mike Lindell, he's telling the Dominion employees, hey, you better turn yourself in. You better listen to me because, hey, I'm very scary. And if you turn yourself into me for some reason, you'll only do like 10 years in jail. This dude is in total self-destruction mode. Dominion is going to own his ass. It's fascinating to watch. It's over for Dominion. It's too late to close the gate. The cows are out of the barn. Dominion, you did your best in Smartmatic to take our country through China. You did your best. You corrupt people. You you tried to suppress our voice. You didn't fail. You failed. And I'm telling you, you Coomers of the world, what's his name? Is it Eric Coomer? Eric Coomer. Yeah, Eric Coomer, if I'm you right now, I am, instead of going over and making deals at Newsmax, I'm, if I'm you, I'm turning myself in and turning the whole operation so maybe, just maybe, that you get immunity and you only get to do, I don't know, 10, 20 years. I mean, you're disgusting and you are, you are treasonous. You're a traitor to the United States of America. And you know what? I can say that just like I can about um, Brian Kemp and Brad Rassenberger. These are things that I have evidence that the evidence is there. And, I, you know, it's sitting there. Well, Mike, why don't you turn it all in to the Supreme Court and bring it to the FBI? Oh, it's getting to the Supreme Court, everybody. But we're going to let you, the people, that's what Frank's all about. We are going to dump it. We're not taking any chance that those nine justices. First off, I thought Frank was supposed to be your free speech platform to complete with Twitter. He's totally abandoned that. Doesn't even mention that anymore. And now it's just a place for his podcast. Man, the grift is just so transparent. How could anybody fall for it? And uh, last up on Chud Watch, Lauren Southern, the poverty sympathizer, has logged on. So uh, this random person on Twitter posted this because they're obviously a representative of the entire uh, left or whatever. They said, I have requested at Galway City Co. to introduce a number of these wheelchair-accessible seats around Galway. We must do better, and we can do better. So it's, uh, for those of you at home, it's like a bench, but there's like a seat, and then there's like an open space for a wheelchair to fit in between the seats on the bench, and there's another seat. And so uh, Lauren Southern has a chime in to make fun of wokeness. Woke, woke, which reminds me, have you bullied a lefty who uses woke as an insult today? Bully them early, bully them often. Lauren Southern says, wokeness is just fuck the poor for post-colonial studies majors laughing my ass off. And our point is that, uh, hey, if you make it like this, the poor can't sleep on the benches. So you're saying fuck the poor, yeah. All of us who don't actually want the poor and the homeless to sleep on benches, instead we want to provide them for with homes and shelters and shit. No, we hate the poor somehow. Because we don't want them to have to sleep on benches. I, it doesn't make any sense, folks. It's just stupid as shit. God damn it. Lauren Southern. Conservatives never sending their best. Stupid as shit. And that's my Chud Watch.
Let's read the super chats and we'll continue on some only in America. And gonna, I don't know, probably hit some overtime. Probably gonna save the Karens to the Wednesday show. But uh, for patrons only. So if you want to be a patron, you better sign up. Gonna be some good shit on there. But let's read the super chats first. Then we'll move on. Meldrock, who in their right mind would listen to Pillow Fetish Porn Stash? A tons of people. He has like tons of support. This is what the conservative party has become. He's like a baby Donald Trump to them. And Teresa Champagne, $5. Thank you, Teresa. That is very generous. Good to see you. Proto, out of all uh, liberals, I hate Bill has to be number one. Yeah. He's so smug and condescending. The way he says wokesters and cries about cancel culture. God, he sucks. Yep. Always helping the right spread their bullshit narratives and talking points. Why are lefties helping them? Stop it, you fucking idiots. And Cupid lover, Dusty. Dr. Fauci, I think, was a big help with stopping the progress of the AIDS virus. How can he be a problem with COVID? He has been a great help. Well, he's not. But of course, any decent human being has to be demonized. Because if you're a piece of shit, you have to belittle other people that are decent people to make yourself feel better. Very simple psychology. And Beast Nation 2009. It's Tiller the Baby Killer all over again regarding Fauci shaking my head. I know, right? Remember when Bill O'Reilly called the abortion doctor Tiller uh, the baby killer and literally led to his murder? That's what they're trying to do with Fauci. They're trying to get him killed. They have no conscience. They're evil pieces of shit who never take responsibility for anything. So if they get him killed, they'll just like, it was not me. Don't blame me. I don't have any platform responsibility. Oh, but you do. And Roddy Max, thanks for, thanks, Dusty. First generation here. Love you. Hey, love you back, Roddy Max. Good to see you tonight. Thanks for joining us. And one more. From right to left, I am a subscriber already, but I want to donate again. I never liked Trump, but you've been instrumental in my move away from modern conservatism. Living in other countries has always, has opened my, has also opened my eyes. Yeah, I hope so. Chronicling the train wreck of America, I hope wakes a lot of people up to how trash this country is. I want to say it has become, but I suppose it's better than it's ever been, which is scary as shit because it's always been worse than this. So that's not good, but good to see you from right to left. Thank you for the donation. Appreciate that. And more Super Chats, if you guys want to. Going to roll right into the next section that I like to call Only in America. First off, on Only in America, so uh, Matt Gates and Marjorie Taylor. Our two white supremacist representatives, or are two of our white right, two of our white supremacist representatives, of which there are many, almost entirely on the Republican side. So they're doing this new thing where they're trying to uh, carry on the Trump tradition of traveling around and giving these rallies. They're basically Trump rallies without Trump. The same exact talking points, the same bullshit rhetoric to the same stupid audience that wants to hear it. But just without Trump, because they're the the new blood in the Republican Party. And a lot of people support them. So, of course, what better place to kick off their white supremacy tour than at uh, the Villages, which uh, has 128,000 people, of which 70% is Republican. The median age is 71.4% and is 98.3% white. So, yeah. Where better else to kick off the first leg in your tour than the villages? And uh, let's take a look at the kind of people who live in the villages who are really excited about this America First tour 
that Matt Gates and Marjorie Taylor are doing. Hmm, I wonder what kind of people it could possibly be. Can you guess? Prepare for your shock face. Hey, why, why do you want to impeach Biden? White lives why do you want to impeach Biden? You're a white supremacist. You don't have a mask on. You don't have a mask on. Oh my God. You're not a patriot. Would you say Biden brought the virus here? You said Biden brought the virus here? He's bringing the virus here. He's letting all the illegals in with the virus. I'm not trespassing. I have a ticket. Yeah, white lives matter. Biden's bringing the virus in because of the illegals. Be, a straight, be afraid of the brownies, everybody. The brownies are going to kill you. Not all us boomers. Not getting vaccinated and spreading our pandemic around our goddamn old folks community. It's Biden, y'all. So exactly the type of trash you would imagine. But uh, never forget, first, folks, America first. It's not a new slogan. It's been around forever. Here's the good old Ku Klux Klan. And of course, I'm being sarcastic when I say good old marching down the street with their side, America first, one God, one country, one flag. Yep, second verse, same as the first, same old shit, white supremacist doing the same old shit they've always done, using the same catchphrases they've always used, not even fucking hiding it. And uh, God damn it, the crowd at the villages that showed up to this event are cringy as shit, exactly as cringe as you would imagine. Here they are. All these white people, these old, ancient, geriatric white people who lost the election horribly, singing, we are the champions, because apparently uh, they're not taking the loss very well. We lost the presidency. We are the champions of the world. What is it about these right-wing chuds who continuously try to uh, take over songs by gay people? Donald Trump's main theme was like a YMCA and shit. Songs for the village people. And now they're taking over a Queen song. Better watch it. Freddie Mercury go come back from the grave and read all you motherfuckers. I'm sure he would not be happy. But, of course, they don't give a shit. And, uh... But don't worry, folks. Matt Gates has got it all under control. He is Florida man. I am a Florida man, and it is good to be home. <laughs> I am... Hilarious, since most of you know Florida man is a meme of literally how crazy, ignorant, stupid, and trash people from Florida are. Just type Florida man into your search engine and read about all the crazy stories that begin with Florida man, like Florida man had sex with an alligator, or, you know, even crazier than that. As crazy as your mind can imagine. And, uh, hey, you guys remember when Matt Gates starred in the Twilight Zone? Yeah! And here he is now. Feel old yet? Little bit. Little bit. Spitting image. Terrifying. God damn it. Wearing a purge mask, Matt Gates. And uh, next up on Only in America. So they had another, uh, I guess this is an anti-vax rally. Oh, it's, oh, this is the American First Rally too. Back to the American First Rally. So these are the people, I guess. They don't look really old enough to live in the villages. I guess they were just uh, interlopers who wanted to come see super rock star Matt Gates and Marjorie Taylor. And uh, folks, 
They know the election was stolen. You know how? They saw it on TV. You guys both genuinely believe the election was stolen. Yes. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's, you know, if you believe that that's true, that is... Is that horrible? Yeah. Yeah, I know that it is, is horrible. Is it so, horrible that we would even be in the situation to even think that? Yeah, the reason you're in a situation to think that is because you're cult members who have no grounding in reality whatsoever, and your cult leader lied to you and told you it was true, and you literally don't believe any other news source no matter how respected, no matter how much evidence they had or they have, you only believe the words of the lying Trump cult leader that you worship as though he was used on earth. So yes, it's horrible that you believe that, but it's nobody's fault but your own fucking stupid ass. But it's false. No, it is not. Why would they have all those ballots hidden under tables? Why did that? They did not have ballots hidden under tables. It's already debunked. They were going to shut down for the night counting ballots. So they shut the ballots that counted back up into their cases. They locked them exactly like they're supposed to do, according to the rules. And they put them under the table and they went to go home for the night. And then they said, hey, we've been told not to stop counting. We've been told to stay here and count all night. So then they took them back out from underneath the tables. They opened back up and they started counting them again. We have all the video. We've seen this. We've debunked it. That's the truth. But of course, they've never bought to look into it. They don't give a shit what the truth is. They just want to believe their cult leader. And this is why you're a dipshit who's uninformed about everything. But it's false. No, it is not. Why would they have all those ballots hidden under tables? Why did that man drive that truck all the way across state lines well, wasn't like the, with the, ballots? The, the ballots under table thing with Giuliani in Georgia, that's all been proven to be false. It no? has not. No. I watched it on TV. <laughs> I watched it on TV. It hasn't been debunked. You never looked. You never looked into it. And what TV did you watch it on? Fox News? Newsmax? OAN? Might want to pick better sources. And oh my God, only in America. This is so cringe, folks. For those of you in other countries who want to know how fucked our country is, here's a recent anti-vax, anti-mask rally we had in this country. We out here. No mask. I'm not fearing no fake ass disease. I lick toilets all day. We're here. We're going to take the state back. I need you to give a message to Biden right now. Fuck right. you. Get out. Leave our country. Go back to China and smell crack with your son, you scumbag. Baby, baby, baby. Oh. Katy Perry, you suck. You're a fucking liberal. Get the fuck off American Idol. Oh, you're telling me you want the vaccine. Vaccine. Fuck the vaccine. Fuck the vaccine, fuck Biden, fuck communism. America's great. Fuck this shit, what's going on, yo? Fuck this shit, I'm Black Lives Matter all day, yo. I don't know what the fuck, I see the Confederate flags and all this other bullshit. I don't know what the fuck this is, man. It look like racism to me, yo. Country roads, take me home to the place I belong. I'm speechless. It's, it was a beautiful song, and you did it so well. You are great, you're great. I love Wait. him. I love him. I love him. And uh, first off the bat, did that first guy just say he licks toilets all day long? Woo! We out here. No mask. I'm not fearing no fake ass disease. I lick toilets all day. We're here. Yeah, I heard that properly. He licks toilets all day. Okay, you do you, dude. If that's what you're into, uh, no judgments on your kink, I guess. So, uh, yeah. Only uh, over 900,000 people dead. We're going to cover that. In the Chud, in the, uh, where did I get it? Is it the what the fuck section? We're going to cover the what the fuck section, how they've undercounted the deaths. But yep, 
This is why almost a million people have died in this country, folks. We are hopeless. It's just a dumpster fire. And only in America, folks. So we're having problems getting people to go get vaccinated. Only a small percentage of people are actually going to uh, get vaccinated now. The numbers have dipped heavily on people going to get vaccinated. So our country has huge stockpiles of the vaccine. But they found in Buffalo that if you offer people beer, a lot more people will show up. Because, yeah, why wouldn't you show up for beer? Buffalo News says free beer offer results in more vaccinations than all Erie County first dose clinics last week. So, yeah, all it took was offering people beer. Like, I don't give a fuck about my own life. I don't give a fuck about my fellow human beings at all in any way. But uh, I want to get drunk, y'all. So give me a beer. I'm going to go get my crunk on. I'll get vaccinated. You can stab me for some alcohol. So I don't know. Just give everybody beer. If that's what it takes to get these dumbasses in, just do it. And I agree with Hank Hill. Is there anything beer can't do? Yeah, like Homer says, beer is both the solution and the cause to all life's problems. And this is literally our country right now and the rest of the world. Our country's like, I ain't getting no vaccine. And India's like, "Uh, can we have hers? We're literally dying in droves over here. It's a humanitarian crisis like we've never seen. Fuck these stupid-ass white conservatives. Please send us their doses, stat, so we can stop dying. But we're like, nah. We'll just stockpile them just in case we can change these dumbasses' minds. You brownies just die, I guess. Because America. And next up, only in America. I don't know if you guys have been seeing what's been going on in Israel recently. But holy shit, the fascist state of Israel is abusing the human rights of Palestinians just in horrific ways. I could have I could play so many videos, but I've chosen not to just because like it would take up my entire show to show you the horrific bullshit that is going on. But um, the ICC, which is like the American body that's supposed to uh, look into human rights abuses and shit, uh, their decision to investigate war crimes in Palestine territories was met with ire by U.S. State Department officials who claim the ICC is unfairly targeting Israel. So, yeah, they don't even want them the State Department, to look into any evil and wrongdoings that Israel is doing because we are in Israel's pocket so bad. And so this reporter is just continuously asking this guy from the State Department, well, who the fuck are the Palestinians supposed to turn to for their human rights? Who are they supposed to turn to? Who are they supposed to turn to? And he won't answer the question ever because he knows there's no answer. The answer is nobody. The answer is fuck them. The answer is, we don't actually give a shit about you. We only care about Israel. It's not that, so where, 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 do the Palestinians, where should the Palestinians go to get accountability for what they claim to be uh, problems? To Israeli courts? Where, where, where do they go? Matt, look, we, uh, of course, um, the United States is always going to stand up for uh, human rights. Uh, we're always going to stand oh, up. Where do um, they go? Where do they go? <laughs> Where do they go? Uh, Matt, that is why I think you have, that is why you have heard us continue Matt, to endorse and to where? call for a two-state solution to this long-running conflict. Uh, a two-state solution because courts? it protects Israel's identity as a Jewish and democratic state, but also uh, because uh, it will give the Palestinians go? a viable state of their own where and fulfill their legitimate uh, uh, aspirations for dignity and self-determination. Where do they go? <laughs> <It's not that laughs> Wouldn't ask the question, of course, because the answer is nowhere. 
Nowhere. You don't go anywhere. We don't acknowledge the human rights abuses. And, and Yang, Andrew Yang came out in support of Israel today, basically calls, called uh, the Palestinians fighting back Hamas. Fuck Andrew Yang. He got a lot of shit for it, too. Hopefully he's fucking done over this shit. I'm tired of that motherfucker. And uh, only in America, folks. Here's a house outside Iowa. Apparently still got this up. Classy. Let's just spray paint Trump 2020 on our house all the fuck over. 2024 more years. And let's keep that up. Even after Trump loses. Barbers for Trump. Yeah, white trash. It's a real thing. And last up on Only in America. Holy God, folks. So we knew black folks were getting pulled over more than white folks. But how much more? Even this surprised me. I'm just going to show you. I'm just going to I'm going to just play that news clip for you because this is sort of mind blowing. You may have heard about studies that find black drivers are more likely to be pulled over for minor traffic violations. But our CARE 11 investigates team wanted to know how much more and how that's playing out right here in Minnesota. Sometimes it's hard to see the forest for the trees. In Minnesota, after the death of Dante Wright, pulled over for expired tabs and that now symbolic air freshener in the window, Dante Wright! this is not one of those sometimes. More black drivers are being stopped. More black drivers are being searched. Assistant Hennepin County Public Defender Jay Wong studied traffic stop data and found in Minneapolis, there are massive racial disparities in pullovers for minor offenses, which he says are often thinly veiled excuses to search vehicles. We see them often. Remember, Philando Castile was pulled over for a broken light. Uh, reason I George, you, your brake lights are out. That wasn't the real reason, as radio calls revealed. The two occupants just look like uh, people that were involved in our robbery. The driver looks more know. like one of our suspects. I'm sorry I'm laughing about that, but they just look like they were involved in a robbery, so huh? let's pull them over and then lie about it after we kill him because of the These types of pretext stops, Wong says disproportionately bring black Minnesotans into encounters with police and the criminal justice system as a whole. This is where it all starts. It all stems from this. How big is the disparity? CARE 11 analyzed traffic stop data from Minneapolis. In the last five years, overall, there are more traffic stops involving black people than white, even though only about 20% of the total population is black. And that racial gap is a canyon when it comes to police stops for equipment violations. Black people account for more than half of the stops and three out of every four vehicle searches. That means black drivers have been stopped for equipment violations and searched at 29 times the rate of white drivers. And that pattern still holds true. So That's not 29% folks, that's 29 times. Holy goddamn shit. Yeah, there's no systemic racism in the police department. There's no racism in this country, is there? At all, folks. 29 times. So far this year. Most of Minnesota does not track traffic stop data, including Brooklyn Center, where Dante Wright was killed. But in nearby Brooklyn Park, we found black people make up 25% of the population, but account for half the stops. These studies have been around for a long time in terms of disparities of how people have been pulled over 
State Representative Cedric Frazier introduced a bill in the wake of Wright's death targeting those disparities, limiting the authority for police officers to stop people for low-level equipment violations. This is absolutely to minimize Toledo's minor traffic and, and, uh, yep. violations and, and minimum impact stuff to decrease those interactions that could lead to uh, dangerous and deadly outcomes. For Carol Evan Invest... They're literally looking for an excuse to pull you over and harass you. That's what it's all about. Fuck the system. Has to be torn down and rebuilt from scratch. And that is my only in America section for you guys. Hope you enjoyed it. And all right, overtime! Who loves overtime? Everybody loves overtime. I feel like I'm about to fall off the back here. Let me scoot up a little bit here. Come on, you can do it, Dusty. Scoot up. There we go. All right, cool. Much better. All right. Hmm. So I'm going to go ahead and jump into the hero section now that we're in the overtime. Because we got a few heroes, not that many. It won't take us long. Then we'll stop and read the super chats. And then we're going to finish it up with our uh, what the fuck section. And I'm going to save the Karens for Wednesday's show. So next up, little section I like to call Heroes. And first off on Heroes, this dude, genius, a man of genius, wearing this shirt out in public that says vaccinated and ready to fuck. Hell yeah. That's an awesome way to advertise it. Right to the fucking point. A God among men. I bet that shit works, dude. I bet he got to beat him off with a stick. You go, dude. And uh, did you guys see this one? This uh, flower man, not a flower girl. He's a flower man. Absolutely nailed his role as a flower guy. Took it serious. Got into character. Destroyed that shit. He getting into it. <laughs> Legend. <laughs> you know he practiced that at home. Like I know exactly how we do. I'm gonna do a little jump over here, a dip over here. Killing it. My name is Denzel Lamont. Killing it. You go, dude. Hero and uh, next up on the hero section. I don't know what this company is, but uh, apparently the startup expects to have lab-grown chicken breast. Approved for U.S. sale within 18 months at a cost of under $8 a pound. Now, that's a lot still, but it's coming down, folks. I cannot wait. I'm going to eat lab-grown meat all the fucking time as long as no animals are hurt. I have no problem with eating meat. We need more of this. Eventually, all of our meat is going to be lab-grown. This cannot happen soon enough. So thank you to the heroes, even though you're doing it for money. Thank you to the heroes who are going to make this a reality for us in the not-too-distant future. And uh, a shout out to hero Vadim Newquist, who has been having medical issues. I guess he's been having sleep trouble, amongst other things. And uh, we want to send well wishes to Vadim. He does a lot of good work. He puts more time and energy into his videos than pretty much anybody else out there. And it really shows in the content he puts out. So he hasn't been doing much lately because he's been feeling bad. So be sure to go to Vadim's page or check out his videos and uh, send him some well wishes because he deserves it. Get well, Vadim. And last up on the hero section, got to give a shout out to the Biden administration. I don't always give them the credit for everything. I give them more shit than I do credit. But uh, breaking, the Biden administration says the U.S. 
will protect gay and transgender people from sex discrimination in healthcare, reversing a Trump-era policy. So, yeah, fuck anybody that says, oh, my God, there's not enough difference between Trump and Biden for me to vote for Biden, which was, uh, what, Cal Kalinske? I actually watched Jimmy Doorknob's uh, debate with Sam Cedar about in the 2016 election where he was basically pushing for Trump to win because he hated Hillary so much and, and thought Trump would be, I don't know, d- destructive. I guess he wanted accelerationism. He got destroyed in every fucking point by Sam Cedar. It's just hilarious how wrong he was about everything and how right Sam Cedar was about everything. I, I implore any Jimmy Doorknob fans to go watch that debate between those two and realize that uh, Jimmy Door is a fugazi. So good on you, Biden administration. Thank you for being better than the dumpster fire we had last. And all right, let's stop. Read the super chats and then we're going to do a little overtime with some what the fuck. Caligula Jones says, Shrek, yeah, buddy. Love from California, you big dork. Yeah, I guess that means heck yeah. But cool, I am a big dork. Love being a dork. It's pretty fun. Wouldn't have it any other way. Thank you, Caligula. And Jay West, $5. Love the commitment from Flower Guy. Yeah, he nailed it. He's like, I'm going to do this shit. I'm going to be viral. He made it happen. Hugh Allen, from now on, can we call anti-maskers toilet lickers? Yep, that's pretty good. I'm licking toilet, lick, toilet 24-7. I bet you are, motherfucker. EL Mansco 84. What's up, EL Mansco? Sorry, I haven't super chatted in a while. I ain't no problem. Better late than never. Still jobless and in recovery. I'm sorry to hear that. On the men, though. So there's that. And I go. Got my first dose. Whoop, whoop. Yeah, hell yeah. We are first dose buddies. Good to see you. Not appreciate that. And Lou, 213. $20. Very generous. Thank you, Lou. What the hell is with Maggie Green? Is she trying to steal Michelle Bachman's spotlight? Who's Maggie Green? Is that somebody I just covered? Sometimes I forget. Like Shock G. I shouted out to Shock G and then somebody else said Shock G. I said, who is Shock G? I know Shock G is Humpty Hump. I don't even remember his real name. Uh, Oh, Maggie Green. Is that a porn star? Busty porn stars Maggie Green? I don't know, dude, but I'll have to look that up later. I don't want to load up no porn, but thank you for that. Appreciate that. I will research. Send me some information about uh, Maggie Green. And uh, Shane Winter, $50. Whoa, that's very generous. Holy shit. Thank you. I'm going to take you extremely serious. Shane Winter, you have bought my love. You are so far the Super Chat champion. Heavyweight champion of the world. Shane Winter. She said, He says, treat the cats. Dusty, oh, I will. I'm going to treat them all over the place. Your show makes Monday and Friday so much better. You're the best. How is the breakup going? I'm super miserable after mine. Oh, man, I'm happy as fuck, to be honest with you. Like, I've really enjoyed being by myself. Uh, it's been much less stressful. It's like, I don't want to shit on Kelsey because I love Kelsey. I still have a big soft spot in my heart for Kelsey, and I still care about her a lot and only want the best. And still, I'm trying to take care of her the best way I can. But, like, uh, there are some things that happened, like some health issues and stuff that I, I can't really go into because it's not my business to. But as far as being single, it's been completely fucking fine. I've not messaged anybody back on the dating sites that messaged me. I've not, I've not paid for any of them. I have no intention to. I am not looking. I am perfectly fine being by myself. You don't even need anybody if you're happy with who you are and in your life situation. So I'm real content, real happy right now. And I feel great. So thank you for asking. And thank you for that $50, Shane. That is very generous. And from right to left, I am a subscriber already, but want to donate again. I already read that. All right. And uh, Asher Scott gave me a dollar. Thank you, Asher Scott. Appreciate that. Justin Grout, 
Defat fried is better. All right. Well, I guess that is your opinion. I don't think defat fried is better. And I don't think uh, very many people in the audience would agree with you. But hey, you know, different strokes for different folks, right? That's what you're into. Oh, good. I'll take your money regardless. And hung like Jesus 499. I'm always amazed that white are supposed surprised at our oppression. Like it's a revelation. We say these things daily. Hey, it took me a long time to realize the reality of my privilege and shit. So, uh, you know, they just have to be exposed to it more and get over their own egos and realize, you know, that the world doesn't revolve around them. And uh, hopefully we can wake people up because, you know, being woke is good, actually. And that's all my Super Chats, folks. Appreciate it. Last chance to get them in if you want to. We're going to finish the show up with a little section I like to call What the Fuck? And first off on What the Fuck? Oh, yeah. Michael Tracy. What the fuck? I don't even know what Mike. What, what even is Michael Tracy? Why? Why is Michael Tracy? <sighs> this is what being a contrarian does to your brain. When all you can do is try to find ways to be a contrarian. This is such a stupid take. Michael Tracy says, I think when most GOP voters say the 2020 election was rigged, they're referring to the general sense that Trump was ill-treated over the course of his presidency, Russiagate, which is a real thing, impeachment, which was justified, media bias, which was just pointing out the shit he was doing, censorship, which was getting rid of a person who was spreading violence on a platform that he had no right or access to do so, etc. More so than to any specific claim of literal election fraud. Like, who is this person? This is obviously bullshit of the highest order. They literally believe it was stolen. How can you say, have you never listened to them? I literally play video after video after video of them telling you. Haven't you ever heard Mike Lindell? It was the Dominion Machines. Trump himself. He won the votes. That's what they're literally saying. How can you, like, this is just an outright lie. You know this is not true. This is an outright lie. Like, what the fuck even are you, dude? God, that's so lame. And uh, next up on what the fuck. I wish I could say I was surprised, but I'm not. Basically, Russia is like North Korea. Vladimir Putin is their Kim Jong-un. So apparently he played in a hockey game this weekend. And he scored eight goals, leading his hockey team to a 13-9 victory. Yeah! Super awesome. Best hockey player in the world. Vladimir Putin, who's like in his late 60s, early 70s, something like that. Scoring eight goals against all these young bucks. Totally legitimate, folks. They definitely weren't terrified to cover him or to block or anything. And uh, so I'm going to actually show you the game. Let's look. Let's look how amazing he was. I actually have the game on YouTube. So let's get to the end. And Vladimir Putin. Yeah, President Putin. So basically... He slowly skates down the middle of the ice without anybody blocking him or checking him or any way and then stands right in front of the goal with anybody doing anything and then they pass to him so he can make a goal past the goalie who's not even trying to block it. So embarrassing. How are you not humiliated by this? Look at him. Steely-eyed missile man. Look how tough. Slowly. Look at him slowly. Grandpa, slowly. And got a pass to him right in front of the goal. No one's blocking him doing anything so he can score. So that's every one of them. 
He just slowly skates to the front of the goal and scores over and over again. It's just so fucking embarrassing, guys. But yeah, poor Russia. Have to be terrified. This guy's going to murder you if you don't let him win. But welcome to being the laughing stock of the world, as America has been the four years Trump was president. Now you know how it feels, Russia. And uh, oh, what the fuck? Four years after an execution, a different man's DNA is found on the murder weapon. So, yeah, I'm sure this is of a big relief to the guy who was murdered four years ago, was in jail for 22 years, who continuously claimed he was innocent. And now we know he is. And we murdered him anyway. Man, sometimes I do think people just need killing, but I don't think our justice system is the right thing to do it. It is so flawed. Murdering innocent people, man. Good God. Imagine if that was you. Imagine getting murdered for something you didn't fucking do. Terrifying. And uh, Dr. Fauci is outright admitting that uh, the COVID-19 deaths have been hugely undercounted. How undercounted have they been? By some of the new estimates, there have been like over 900,000 deaths in America so far. Yet 905,000 deaths. Even though the official count is 577, it's been completely underreported. That's what a horrible fucking job Trump did. This is what he led to. I don't know how anybody can support this shit anymore. And, uh, folks, I knew there was a reason I was paying for the New York Times. I feel so adult actually paying a monthly subscription to the New York Times. So I can read amazing articles like this one. Are animated dads getting hotter? An investigation. It turns out animated dads are getting hotter. And uh, all right, like I'm I'm actually kind of into this. I support this. I support making older men's hotter. Because like, honestly, like uh, a lot of women do like older men. A lot of women enjoy calling their man daddy. Uh, they want a daddy, and I'm fucking here for that shit all goddamn day because I'm daddy as fuck. So uh, bring me more hard-hitting journalism like this, New York Times, please. And Did you guys see this one? This is fucking terrible. Warning, trigger warning. This is horrible. A bunch of fucking assholes in Dublin over there in Ireland were just harassing these girls at a train stop for no fucking reason at all, just because they're pieces of shit. One of these is supposed to be like a professional soccer player. Hopefully his fucking career is over after this. So here they are just terrorizing the women who are walking by them for no fucking reason. Just because they're pieces of shit. Just misogyny of the highest order. Yeah, we're a bunch of dudes. We can go and abuse women. Why not? Why are you even near us, women? They're just trying to get on the bus, minding their business. And you see they're harassing them. And then, yeah, he kicks that girl for no fucking reason. And then this girl, they smack for no reason. And then another girl comes up here, and they smack her onto the train tracks. Yeah, they trip her with their bikes, and she falls on the fucking train tracks. Yeah. So let's find out who every one of these motherfuckers is. And make sure nobody else follows their footsteps, because they're made an example out of. Name and shame these fucks. And yeah, there's an article... And the son about the dad who spoke out about his daughter got tripped for no fucking reason whatsoever. 
Just horrible, horrible. No wonder women are scared of goddamn men. Men, we have to be better. It's not all men that are doing this, of course. Most men are good, but the men that do this, we have to stand up to them. We have to crush them with social pressure, make examples out of them, and make sure this shit never happens. And uh, last up on what the fuck. God damn it, these people are so shameless. So uh, Bob Barfett is the rich-ass owner of a horse that won the Kentucky Derby named Medina Spirit. And then I guess they drug test the horses afterwards. And his horse tested positive for drugs. Because, yeah, this piece of shit is drugging up his fucking horse. Why wouldn't he do it? And so, of course, like a typical chud-ass rich asshole, he blames cancel culture. Because why wouldn't he? Will you run uh, Medina Spirit this weekend in the Preakness? I know you've said that, but um, they're going to have a meeting tomorrow um, down there at that race. No, actually, they're uh, they're on their way right now. They're in a they're in a van. They're, they're they should arrive this afternoon, and we're definitely planning on running them. I'm actually I'm going to run two horses. Okay, Bob. Here's my understanding: they, they were going to have the draw today for the Preakness, and they've kicked it back until tomorrow. Um, you have another review. I, those results may not be available for several weeks. So the Preakness goes down this weekend. The Belmont is here in New York four weeks from now. I, I don't know if we have final results even before the Belmont is done, but your plan is to race in the Preakness. Is there a chance they may punt and not allow Medina Spirit to run this weekend? Well, I haven't heard anything uh, officially. They haven't told me anything. Uh, I know when Churchill Downs came out with that statement that was pretty harsh. And um, I think they had to just, you know, it, it's, you know, with all the noise going out, out, you know, we live in a different world now. This this America is different. And uh, this it was like a cancel culture kind of a, a thing. So they're reviewing it. I have cancel culture, folks. Everything's going to be blamed blame with cancel culture. It's their new boogeyman. It just doesn't make any fucking sense as long as you say cancel culture. Oh, he must be innocent. Cancel culture. Which reminds me, have you bullied a lefty who uses cancel culture in the same weaponized way that the right does today? Bully them early. Bully them often. Fuck them. And uh, that is all, all, all of my what the fuck section. And uh, we gonna finish it up, folks, with two quick palate cleansers. Because this show is disturbing and horrible. And we got to make ourselves feel a little bit better about the awfulness in the world by looking at some happiness. And first off, on my palate cleansers, this lady forgot that they check your hat when you go through TSA. I wonder why she's laughing so hard and is embarrassed at the thought of having to take her hat off. Let's watch. Oh, put this back on. Put it, we got it. Put this back on. Got a wig. Oh, taped up in her hair, uh, her hat. That's one way to do it. Whatever you got to do, girl. You be you. And last up, last palate cleanser, a genius kid. Holy shit. This kid knows more about fucking airplanes than probably most pilot do, pilots do. All I know is that when this kid grows up, I want him to be my pilot. 
This is a kid you can trust. Look at this smart little motherfucker right here. Listen, he knows a lot, huh? Everything. Also, some planes have a ram air turbine. A ram air turbine, Adam? Yeah. And what does that do? It gets emergency systems back on if the engines fail. Okay. Then the ram air turbine can help to bring back the systems. To bring back the systems to, to control the aircraft? Yeah. But due to the no engine power, the landing gear doors will not come up. Okay. Okay. After that, they, you have to do something else to lower the flaps. Oh, you have to do something else to lower the flaps? Yes. Okay. You have to lower them by gravity alone. Okay. Okay. You have to drop the gear by gravity alone. Uh-huh. And if you have no hydraulics and your plane is banking right, you reduce the engine. You reduce engine one and increase engine two. Okay. <laughs> Smart ass little kid. Apparently he's at home playing some Microsoft Flight Simulator or some shit, but uh, that kid will have his pilot's license before he knows it. He doesn't already have it. Cute little shit. And that's my show, folks. Hope you enjoyed it. Let's finish up with some super chats. Michael, $5. Thank you, Mike. Appreciate it. Do it live. Looking good, Dusty. Hell, shit, I am. Lost 16 pounds. It's important to be happy with yourself before you can be happy with somebody else. I'm there. I've always been a pretty happy guy there, though, so I got it to figured out pretty good Corey davis have you looked at your duck dynasty video yet uh no not looked at my duck dynasty video in a long time i think i said did i say retarded at the end of it i should have said that but i'm not sure it's worth removing it has like over a million views i'm not sure just saying the word retarded or something is worth taking an entire million view video down but you guys know i don't stand behind that language anymore maybe i could put some kind of disclaimer on it i think that's what it was but no i haven't looked at because uh it's boring to me Hung like Jesus. I'm always amazed that white are of surprise and oppressors. Oh, yeah, I already read that. All right. All right. That is all my super chats. Thank you to everyone tonight who supported the show. You guys have been very generous, and I much, much appreciate it. Let's read the regular chat real quick, and then we'll finish the show up. Daddy is a pilot. Uh, probably that makes a lot of sense. Takes his kids up. Teaches his kid everything he needs to know. Super cute. Totally agree. Super cute. Hey, got a new one. Little 213 says, I meant Maggie Taylor. Maggie Taylor Green. Sorry about that. Oh, okay. You're talking about Marjorie Taylor Green. Marjorie Taylor Green. Yep. She is a lot like Michelle Bachman. Except she has more power and influence now, which is sad as shit, but that is the state of our country at the moment. Thank you for that, Little 213. Appreciate it. Horse racing is no better than cockfighting. Seriously. Yeah, it is pretty cruel to the animals. It's like Jerry Seinfeld said, if, uh, the horses knew they were going to be shot. If they break their legs, they'd probably take it easy. They'd be like, you finish first, you finish third, I'll come in last, whatever. Just take it easy. Your health is what's important. All right, I'm still in old Jerry Seinfeld bits. Daddy Dusty, hell yeah. Daddy as fuck, daddy as fuck. Everybody knows Dusty is daddy as fuck. And, uh... Trump ordered them to murder that guy? Yes, he did. Trump did order them to murder uh, the, uh, I want to say, Antifa guy. I don't know if he was Antifa or not, but he was accused of being Antifa, and Trump absolutely ordered them to murder him, and he, they did. All right. Folks, as always, please like the video. We have 600 people here and 450 likes. Like it. 
least you can do is like the goddamn video. It helps me out. Also, share the video. That would be nice. If you guys want to help me build the channel up, I would appreciate it. We'd like to have a thousand per stream. That's all I want. I don't want more than that. I'm good with that. I'm, I'm, I'm really good with the audience right now, to be honest with you. But a little bit more would be good. So please like the video. Doesn't cost you anything. Please share the video. And uh, also leave comments. After the show is over, there will be a copy of the video that's put up. It's not live anymore, but it's still a copy of the video. And you can leave comments on it. And that helps with the engagement. And as always, you got to support the show, patreon.com, franchise.cast. There is a link in the description of the video. Please use that link. A dollar to a month, 10, whatever you can afford. It all adds up and it all really helps, folks. Motivates me to do more shows and uh, helps the cats and the dogs out. So it's much appreciated. And also there's a link in the description of the video where you can send direct payments through PayPal. And if you want to send uh, shit to the animals through my Amazon wish list, that's also available in the description of the video. So all kinds of ways you can support the show if you want to. I will appreciate it. Folks, going to be back Wednesday to do a patrons-only show on Vimeo for all patrons of all levels. So if you guys want to see the special show on Wednesday, I got all this Karen shit to cover. And also, I think I have another folder of something uh, too hot for... I don't know where the fuck it is. I'll find it, though. Some other stuff I wanted to cover that I'm also going to cover on these special patrons-only Wednesday shows. So if you can't get enough, Dusty, if you can't possibly wait till Friday before you drink all this in again, patreon.com slash podcast. I will see you guys Wednesday. For the rest of you, I will see you on Friday, 8 p.m. Central, 9 Eastern, for a brand-new amazing live show. Gonna kill it again like we always do. Can't wait. Got a few super chats on the way out. Jeremy Thurum, daddy as fuck. I know it. You ain't never lied, Jeremy and Shelly Stevenson. Thanks, Dusty. Please say hi to my friend Ed and his handsome dog, Riley. What's up, Ed? What's up, Riley? Hope you guys are well out there. And I love the shit out of you guys. I'll see some of you Wednesday. The rest of you Friday. Be sure to tell your friends. Be sure to tune in every week. As always, till next time, logic. Fuck yes. Now I'm going to play you guys out with my number one hit, according to me, Experience Machine. Let's do it. Play, motherfucker. What are you not playing for? Play. I don't understand why this is not fucking playing. Anger. Anger. Okay, we'll play Wobble Wobble. Nothing's playing. What is happening? Why? Okay, wait a minute. What? I don't understand what the fuck is happening here. I should be able to just select it and click that, and it should play. Something, some, my shit is fucked up. Why are you fucked up, shit? I don't know. Wobble, wobble, the world goes wobble, wobble. My head goes wobble, wobble. My computer is just freaking out right now. I don't have any idea why you won't play. All right, what if I go over here? None of this is working. None of it's happening. All right, folks, I guess I cannot play my music. Because fuck my life right now. I know what I'll do. I'll just go play the fucking video of Wobble Wobble. Because I can just search for it. Wobble Wobble Cult of Dusty. I bet that'll come. I didn't type anything. Fuck my life. Wobble Wobble Cult of Dusty. Yeah, here we go. Wobble Wobble by Cult of Dusty. Featuring Fred Astaire. Let's do it. Good night, everybody.
Thank you, Mick. I appreciate it.